and we are live here with another real news anarchy uh we have a view here of the Chaz chop whatever the fuck it's called anymore it's been mostly dismissed you know actually it's gonna tie into another story we're gonna we were literally just talking about so proud boys actually went into or no sorry they didn't they threatened to go into the chop and they packed up shop antifa and left and now we're just in a tiny square around the police station uh, looks like they painted the outside of some businesses, but I'm just going to keep a little live stream up here until we bring up other stuff. But speaking of Proud Boys, Gamagans Discord server has been banned. Do you want to give us more details on that, Sam? Um, yes, I'd be happy to. So basically, uh, and I actually did a video on this on my channel last night, and um, you know, for those of you watching on the Whitfield Reports uh, live stream, I know that there are lots of you who don't necessarily like Gavin McGinnis, but, uh, you know, that aside, here's what happened with the Discord. So, back in, um, back during July of last year, actually July 4th, um, Jimmy, who is the former mod over there, st started the Gavin McGinnis Discord and, he and I met via Reddit and we kind of, you know, we got to talking and he invited me into the discord and it became like a real, it was a real small discord of just like, you know, like long time Gavin fans. And we like started to talk and like all hang out with each other in discord. And it really like most of us would just talk like about everyday stuff, like not even related to politics or anything like that. Um, you know, and like, Gavin would come up as like a subject occasionally, but like mostly when we would talk about stuff like, you know, everyday life and food and, you know, like we even had like a fashion like section of the Discord where like you could post like what you were wearing that day. We called it faction. So, um, and, uh, you know, eventually like Gavin took notice that we had a Discord. So like he like linked it to, censored.tv and like we started to get more people in there and um we did get a few people who were questionable in the discord you know like near nazis but for the most part like the mods you know kept it clean and then about like a about like two or three weeks ago um you know discord did that whole we stand with black lives matter you know post mm -hmm. on on the on the system and jimmy and i and everyone else who were like longtime members were kind of like yeah we're gonna get screwed in this so um long story short like basically it was actually on thursday when um when i was on the whitfield report donnie uh, Jimmy texted me during that and was like, hey, the Discord has been terminated. Just to let you know. So, well, so um, when we saw that Discord statement, and Discord's kind of always been lefty, and they will on, like, look, I'll be honest, like, Twitter bans people, like, all the fucking time. Like, there'll be a week where they do, they do purges, like, every few weeks. Discord seems to only have done two purges, really this recent one and after charlottesville and the one in charlottesville they they and then look i'm not defending this i'm not you know promoting it i'm not condemning it or whatever what they did do is they did kind of what they said though 
which was ban legit white nationalists and like white identitarian people like Identity Europa. Now, is that the right thing to do? I personally don't think this court should be banning anyone because I disagree with them. Because I think these ideas need to be out there so we can debate them and actually change people's minds rather than pushing them further down echo chambers and they get just more radical and it's a bigger problem. But they that they did do what they said for the most part, seem like. But this is over the line. Like this is getting more like you were saying earlier, guilt by association. Yeah, totally. That that's totally what what it is. Um, and you know, like like I said, most of us would just go in there to just BS about like every you know day stuff. Like they didn't even really talk about um, you know like the Discord team. Here's the thing: I don't think the Discord team like actually legitimately looked into what our server was doing because if they had, they would have known that we were abiding by the terms of service, you know, like, like, yeah, maybe there were a couple of, you know, edgy jokes and by which I mean, like, you know, like, you know, politically incorrect jokes, but like there are discord servers that like have some real, you know, like some of those discord servers can get pretty, you know, nasty if you're That's not, if you're not careful. Too. Yeah, and um, the worst ones out there. They're still and yeah, and yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's just it's because of the whole George Floyd thing. Everyone is everything is getting politicized everywhere now. It's it's just nuts. So, dude, even the freaking AIA, the Architects Architectural Institute of America is like releasing all these statements and shit which is insane i mean it's just everywhere um and one thing that happened too over the uh later last week i think was this whole incident with uh news car as some are calling it now nascar had this controversy where one of their drivers bubba watson not the golfer uh the uh nascar driver uh, bubba wallace oh wall <laughs> bubba wallace Maybe you should hail this story, not me. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so, so well, I think we should we give like co-hosts. a. I think we, I think we should give a good timeline as to yeah. uh, some of the events that took place. Uh, so, uh, so NASCAR they had the uh, Geico 500 at Talladega, and that that was on Sunday. Uh, so on Sunday, that's when I guess apparently somebody noticed a noose, in uh Bubba Wallace's garage. Um and so they did this whole thing. Uh they did this moment of solidarity where they helped push Wallace's car and you know and, and they had this nice thing that looked you know it looked beautiful. It was like oh it's a moment of solidarity. Um so the race happened after that and um whatever somebody else won and then uh the fbi went and investigated the situation and it took uh, they sent 15 15 agents over there which is of course it's 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 overkill but whatever um so then on tuesday they said that this the this rope that was found actually it was there 
since at least October, since at least this last October. Um, and then, um, so then NASCAR said they were going to continue the investigation, and then released a uh, and then released a photo saying that, uh, well, yeah, it was a new. See, here's the photo. And that's kind of where we're at right now, as far as that goes. The, um, but during this whole week, of course, you know, Bubba Wallace was adamant that it was the, it was a noose, and you know, he went on the View, he went on Don Lemon, and um, and all of these sports media leftists just kind of went they rushed to the you know they rushed to judgment they were like oh it's a news they're looking to you know they're looking to attack the only black driver at nascar come to find out that none of that was honest um yeah um and then yeah and i look at the i look at the picture so i look at the picture that they they came out with on thursday right the they were NASCAR released the released the news. It was found on, it was taken by NASCAR security apparently. Yep, we pulled up on the screen here. Yeah, um, I gotta say that rope looks really freaking clean. That looks awfully clean for being a gra- a garage door opener, right? Um, because you think like if if there's a if there's a rope if there's a garage door pull and it's on a garage door, it's going to be dirty just by the elements alone, right? It's going to get wet. Look, you got, it, like, it was it was raining outside, which, uh, who knows when that happened. It looked like it, it kind of looked like it happened in the evening. That, that it looks like, because if you're looking at Talladega, and the way that Talladega's, the, the way that it's positioned, it looks like that was taken in the evening. Anyway, so... Yeah, it, it looked like it was wet, and I think the only I was looking so I was I I was looking at the weather. Like I, it was I was looking at the weather, and the only time that it rained this whole week was Wednesday, the day before the photo came out. That's what it looks like. Um. So there's a lot. There's a lot. The, the, all of this leaves more questions, really, than answers. And I gotta say, I, I I'm leaning toward this thing may have been staged because um, NASCAR, like, uh, so the um, I forget what. Hold on, let me get this straight. So the the um, the president, the president of NASCAR, he just took over. Um, he just took over NASCAR in like late 2008. Uh, he was, um, he was talking about how he wanted to, you know, when he took over, he how he wanted to grow the industry and grow, and and you know make it more, you know, diversity was kind, was getting a little bit of a push too. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of interesting stuff to read into this, like the um, that number 43 car. That's owned uh, that, that that Bubba Wallace drives. It's owned by uh, Andrew Merstein, who's uh, who donated to the Clinton campaign, right? And then Steve Phelps, right? Who's 
who's now the NASCAR president. Before he was, before he worked with NASCAR, he had a he had, um, worked at a place called the Wasserman Media Group, which was big time tied to Bill Clinton and the Clinton campaign. So there's a lot, there's a lot to take in with with with, with that information, and you and everything just looked so convenient and well timed and well orchestrated. I don't know, smelling bullshit. What do you guys think? Well. I just my first thought when I uh you know heard this like when it when it was first announced was uh you know oh was uh you know great just what we need you know more race stuff I'm glad that NASCAR was standing you know, was standing with him and then once it came out that you know that the that that it was just like a garage door pulled then my next thought was well isn't that kind of racist then to assume that like the the garage door poll was like a was like a noose just because it was you know Bubba Watson uh uh Dan no 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 you know what just go yeah. with it just go yeah. with it no no nobody, look, nobody, <laughs> nobody knows who the fuck this guy was up thing. until this very moment so yeah. go ahead name him whatever no. you want I will not hold that against. No, but no, but well, I, well, I, I know that I know that I actually have some golf fans for the Whitfield reporters, so they're probably going to yeah. be like, oh, they're going to roasting me. But, like but uh, it's not they, like he's a good racer either. But, he placed thirteenth in that race, and then just this last, uh, this last Pocono race, just the, this like that happened just recently, he placed twenty second or some shit. He's he's wow. a shit racer. Anyway, whatever. Keep uh, sorry. Keep going, the, uh, Sam. The 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 bigger question here is: Wait, Phil, wait. Phil knows about NASCAR. I I didn't I didn't know this. You're, uh, see, you're you're into NASCAR. Yourself. <laughs> no, uh, I I'm not. I'm I'm actually not really into NASCAR at all. But uh when this story broke out as you know uh as you guys have known me personally for a long time i like to do a little bit of research (laughs) okay and so this is the information that i came up with and uh, i just smelled bullshit like the whole time i'm just like uh something just doesn't feel right and the more i started digging the more i'm like uh you know with a smoke there's fire and so yeah, this is this is kind of where we're at here. Uh, yeah, I would say my take on this is again, I'm, I, I'll be honest, I did not pay any attention to the story because it literally took five seconds for this story to go from hate crime to hate crime hoax, and when like what is with these fake nooses that just keep popping up? Jussie Smollier, fake. Bubba, fake. I don't think there is such a thing as a real noose in America anymore. And one thing, too, is that it's a weird thing this country is getting programmed to think. We're getting programmed to associate nooses with lynchings from, like, the fucking 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s. But when I see a noose, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not making this up. I'm not saying this so like act all innocent or anything but when i see a news i think of spaghetti westerns i think of like people getting hanged like in the old west 
and Clint Eastwood. Like, I literally do not think of lynching. When I what I do think of when I see lynching is a noose hanging from a tree, or in the south or something. Then I think of lynching. But when I see something like this, I don't immediately immediately think, "Oh my God, this is a noose that's a it's a hate crime against an African American." Like, no, I would if I was there, I'd probably assume it's a fucking garage door rope. And the thing is, I know people are gonna look at it and say, "Like, well, it does still kind of look like a noose in these photos." Yes, but there is a knot. I'm gonna pull up the link that is very very similar to this one like extremely similar and that is what it is it, it's it's not the noose uh i've got i'm gonna find the name of the knot well it's a garage door opener like you put you put like like it has a little it has a loop and like a knot so that way you could put Pull your it. hand in through the loop mm -hmm. and then grab the knot to to help you pull it down because it's like yeah. not everybody can just grab not everybody can just grab a rope and pull it down or there's some of you us know, are short <laughs> some of us are short some of us are strong whatever you know but like but that that's like one of those things that and and it's in every nascar garage it's every fucking the, nascar garage has one of those because they're big the they're bim big well yeah and the yeah. knot too is called the bimini twist knot for reference mm -hmm. Yeah, but the let uh, but my my fucking beef was as soon as it happened, right? So so this whole thing happened, and the leftist sports media just went off like they way went crazy. ESPN went freaking batshit crazy. Um, just everybody, yeah, just everybody, and then MSNBC. Uh, CNN, everybody, just mm -hmm. everybody just jumped through this thing. And then the FBI did the report and, and it was like, yeah, but it's still a noose. It's like, no, no. And then, and then, uh, and, and they know about this is 2019. Yeah. It's like, oh, it, was, it wasn't aimed at, it was like, oh, it wasn't aimed at, uh, Bubba Wallace, but it was still a noose. It's like, no, it was a garage door puller. Okay, and I, I just, I just don't, I don't believe that this, this, I don't believe that this noose was there. Like, first off, I don't believe this. Noose, I think that, I think that noose might have been created later on in the week. But just to try to save face, because I think NASCAR fucked up, and then they tried to save face as a result. Right? They, I don't think they intentionally. I, I'm. Maybe I, I'm I'm kind of thinking that they they didn't stage the event, but I think they did kind of cover it. Like they they kind of did a little PR recovery once the FBI report came out and realized that oh no, that actually wasn't uh, what we all were saying that it was. So now we're going into PR recovery mode, and yeah, I I, I think that's what happened. And then of course. The leftist media is still never gonna like, and now they're saying, and now they're saying that oh, they were correct that it was it was reasonable to assume, given our history, that it, you know, that this was a noose or this was a racist. I'm like, no. So it if if you're gonna say it was reasonable to assume that, then it's equally reasonable for me to assume that this whole thing was bullshit mm -hmm. because look this the the racist hoax have been on the rise quite a bit 
you look at Jesse Smollett, you look at all of these other things. Michael Michael Bennett, the other like like he said police a police officer held a gun to him and cameras that fucking day that the day in question showed that that was utter bullshit Jesus. like yeah there these these things are total bullshit and so it's if you want to say that it's un, that that it's okay to assume that this was an actual noose or a racist act then it's okay then it's equally okay for me to assume that that was bullshit that's all i'm saying well, well, what pisses mean, me off and i think what the two sort of scenarios of what happened here are number one and this is what pissed me off is a lot of these lefties a lot of these people um that are just the, 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 they have a certain sort of way of thinking they see race in everything when it's not there they will see like it's I, there's so many incidents like there was this like w like fucking like white sheet covering up some like lab equipment in a college and somebody thought it was a fucking clan robe <laughs> I mean, you can't make this shit up somebody thought on twitter and these aren't like tweets with like two likes guys these are tweets that went viral mm -hmm. there was somebody that saw spray painted stuff on the street and thought it was a swastika when it was just some construction like marking these people now nah, this this was manufactured yeah yeah. Well, I think that's what happens a lot of times is people, mm -hmm. they either see something like this, like this guy may have legitimately thought this was a fucking news. But no, no, I think this guy's Colin Kaepernick. There's more to it. There's more to it. But he used it still. I think either way he used this. He either saw there was a new thought it was a news and used it, used the race card or got an idea in his head. I was like, aha. Here's a perfect time that I can use this to get my name out there. So I think it's either of those things. No, I I, I don't think this guy has any sort of uh, excuse for this. I think personally, this guy did this uh, because he's not. I don't think he's even that great of a uh, NASCAR driver. No, you know? we were I just saying he, he. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he he doesn't even he hasn't been in the top ten in any of these races. Like no. I don't think ever. Like, so I, I just, no up? one even knew, no one even knew who this guy was like three days ago. Really? Yeah. Well, that, well, his, his whole thing was before this, he was also the guy who championed to get rid of the Confederate flag he really in NASCAR. Was. Yeah. So that's what you're known for. You're known for, you're a race car driver and you're known for shit. That has nothing to do with fucking racing. Okay. For a second, I thought you said race card driver, and I'm like, that's actually more accurate description. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the, you know what? Well, that's actually catchy. Well, I like that. Well, well what's funny is uh, a storm wrenches in the chat here says he'll use his race card, he'll use his race car or his race car, race card. So, mm -hmm. and yeah. then uh, he says he's he's no he's no. He's no Danica. Well, to be fair, I mean, every guy always knows who Danica Patrick is because you know she's Danica Patrick, yeah. and uh, you know, I'll I'll leave the I'll leave the rest of you to Google that if you're uh curious. But yeah, oh, let's we're just curious. leave that. All right. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was a shit driver too. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, but she was but she was hot at least. Yeah. So I mean. 
Yeah, but you can't you see know, when you have the helmet on, everything. It's like, you know, you see her get in the car, and then you fucking turn on, change the channel, and that's it. <laughs> but NASCAR, but though, I, I have to say, like, NASCAR, this is actually, an, I think, a bigger thing that, you know, the bigger picture here is not really that this is a hoax, is that NASCAR is this conservative brand that is getting thrown to the uh, to the dogs. The left is trying to take away this cultural um I guess I could say beacon as NASCAR. I mean, they are attacking every bit of conservative culture. That's my bigger issue here. I mean, look, would I wave the Confederate flag? No, but I understand why people do because it's a Southern pride symbol. You can love it or hate it, but it's, it's very, when you're living, when you don't live in the South, you do not understand what that symbol means. Cause I've yeah. heard people from the South say like, dude, that's that's like the most normal flag fucking there's probably there more in the fucking american flag but these well, people aren't racist but they, but they're but they're leftists now like no the people that run like the president is a left is a fucking leftist right the guy the guy who owns the number 43 car he's a fucking leftist right you're not like the 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 nascar is going through a fundamental change as far as like leadership goes yeah like their own personal leadership goes but that's directly conflicting their fan base like the people that have been watching nascar for years these are you know and and furthermore you know because because like with all with all of this stuff that's been happening like especially with the um you know the george floyd situation and all that and and these people have been saying, oh, Colin Kaepernick was right all along. It's like, no, no, you no, weren't fucking right. No, he wasn't fucking right. Never um, was, never will be. Never was, never will be. Uh, the the thing, the thing is, like, and they're like, and now the conversation comes up again. Oh, well, Colin Kaepernick should get a fucking you know he should be on an nfl team and we we've explained we've explained this shit at nauseum right over and over again and nobody nobody the leftist media will never run run it because the leftist media they are the leftist sports media look you look at it you look at it from a gm perspective right um the nfl has a salary cap so there's 53 players on a roster and I have 200 and some million dollars. I forget what the salary cap is this year. I think it's something like, uh, hold on. While you uh, find that, um, well, I think, uh, oh, you did find it. Uh, no, it's, it's 200 and 209 million. Right. Ooh. So that's, so, but that's, that's for 53 players. So now, now imagine, uh, let's see here. You have, I'm going to look up, I'm just going to look up a particular, uh, team. Let's look up the Colts, right? So you have 53, you have to be under 200 and set the, the, the 207 million. Like you have to be under that threshold for all of your players. Mm-hmm. Um, so your quarterback right out of the gate that's like your most expensive generally that's like your most expensive player he's going to he's going to run you about a good 20 million by himself your left tackle is probably going to be somewhere around 15 to 20 well 10 well probably around the 15 million range somewhere like that so already 35 million 
35 million on two players already. So now, now you need your, you know, your, like, you'll have your guard, you have your offensive linemen, you have your receivers, you got your pass rushers, your linebackers, you have your number one cornerback. All of them are getting paid. So now, do you want to sign somebody calling like somebody like Colin Kaepernick, who's not good enough to be a starter? He's shown that. He's like this is last year and his last year playing in the NFL. He was like, what fucking one in 10 or something like that. One win, 10 losses and just couldn't win a game to save his life. Well, well, not, no one not enough to be a starter. And so my thing, it like, and the reports were he's get, he's demanding, you know, around five ten million dollars which is insane to be a backup quarterback like yeah. nobody's gonna want to pay that kind of fucking money for you to be a backup quarterback it's just not there um like you look at um yeah i because because they were talking they were, he would the uh the american alliance football i think it was they were trying to sign colin kaepernick but Colin Kaepernick was like, no, I want five plus million a year. Like, you're out of your mind. Who the fuck do like, you think he is? Yeah, like, it's and, – and he's been out of the league for four years. It's like, you're not – you're not going to get that kind of money. If if Colin Kaepernick was willing to, to get paid the league minimum, there'd be teams busting down the door to sign the motherfucker. But there's no – like he's his his contract demands are way too high you know according to these reports like i, I don't know they could be bullshit whatever well, but, i think the thing to know too is that for us non-sports fans that like literally don't follow it at all we know these names we know kaepernick we know now bubba but yeah we never knew him before this sort of yeah. social justice shit yeah but like well well and that and that's the other thing too is like I, I Sean brings up a good point because what do you because what do you know Colin Kaepernick for you you know him more for the social justice black well, I know Colin Kaepernick because I'm a lifelong 49er fan mm. but which is which is which is bad news for everybody that's going to try to tell me that Colin Kaepernick mm. is some fucking beacon of civil rights or some shit i'm here to oh, call you out on that shit. oh oh yeah. phil oh phil you should have just come out as gay that would have been much easier than admitting Ooh. that you're that you're a 49ers fan well they so. did win the super bowl right oh wait no no they didn't they didn't <laughs> no but uh but here so so my thing is he he signed his con he he had signed some he, right after right after the last time the 49ers went to the Super Bowl um he he was a, he was a starter on that team but that team was loaded like that that was a great he was not the reason they went to the Super Bowl he was that that team was loaded top to bottom outside of Colin Kaepernick and then Colin Kaepernick signed this 7 year 120 some almost 130 million dollar contract <laughs> yeah so, and then after that, he just said, fuck it. And like his, his play, his performance gradually decreased every single year. Cause he used to be like, like before that contract, he used to be like first one in last one out. He was workout workaholic. It was any out like, you know, and, and then after that is like, you know, 
contraction social started, justice yeah. and pew. You know, and, and yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was like he stopped really. He he only he he only went to prep like he only went to practices and shit when he had to, and you know, and 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 his his whole like personality demeanor completely changed, which doesn't make you you know ab appealing to somebody that wants to sign you to a fucking contract. Mm -hmm. So you're like, you know, you 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 didn't have to do much, and you didn't have to do much with the 49ers either. Like they were a really good team and a really well talented team. Like anything, like look, they went to the they went to the end even before Colin Kaepernick led that team. Like like before Colin Kaepernick was on that team to the Super Bowl, uh, they went to the NFC Championship game, like the game before the Super Bowl. They went there twice with Alex Smith, who's like a total, you know, he's a marginal quarterback. He's a marginal quarterback. Then they went that far with that guy. So, um, I and and I think what happened was he demanded more. Either he demanded more, and teams were like, "Hell no, we're not signing you that fucking contract," or he priced himself out of the out of teams intentionally to sell a social justice narrative. Like, those are the two options. Speaking of intentional things, one kind of changing gears here a little bit, but it did make, remind me of it. Something that's I've been seeing that's kind of interesting, but all for various reasons, but also potentially concerning, is some of the poll numbers that have been coming out about President Trump and Biden for the 2020 race. And I'm going to be very clear. I don't ever believe polls. They are bullshit most of the time. But all these polls are showing Trump down double digits. And they show Biden ahead by one in Texas, which I think that makes no sense at all. Zero sense. I don't buy that yep. poll for a second. Yep. Especially when it's in the margin of error, which would totally have Trump ahead. But I am seeing people say in a bunch of articles that Trump is intentionally uh, trying to lose or doesn't care anymore. But what's very interesting, and I even see some people in the CRs talking about this. What is interesting, you wind the clocks back to 2016, same time, same place. Trump was down the same amount with Hillary. And the media was saying the exact same thing about him then. Oh, he wants to lose. That's why he's saying all these crazy, stupid things. Oh, because he wants to lose. Even though what he was saying was perfectly reasonable and fine. But as somebody who has some insider info, to put it one way... I can tell you, the campaigns are working their butts off for Trump. Mm -hmm. I don't want that, though, to make conservatives complacent. That's what I'm worried about is conservative complacency. Yep. That, I, highly doubt, I highly doubt they're being complacent. I don't I do. think so I either. Did. And here's yeah, why. I, I, I would hope not, but but well, I would hope not, and I, and I don't think so either. But that is one thing I still caution people against. Well, there's one. There's only one number that's objective right now about this race, and is the voter turnout in the primaries. And what have we been seeing? Record GOP turnouts, yeah. like staggering. Now, yep. I know there are fractions of the right that are disappointed in Trump, that don't feel he's done enough. But I think those people are going to feel that no matter what, because these people were very hardcore, and I understand why they're that way. But 
I my personal takeaway is this is just 2016 all over again. Trump's well, down the I polls. Think, I think and it's even they're more playing these narratives, but I think he has a stronger support right now. I lo- I look at what's going on right now, and I think it's even more. I think it's even more. Uh, I think it's more secretive. Like I I think because you had a lot of this. I mean, you really did have a lot of the silent majority that really didn't follow polls. Yes. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah, you're like that. The, 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 these pollsters are calling you and you're, you're telling them to go fuck their mother and hang up on them and you know and and you're just like look and then that's that's kind of what cons- look I, that's that's what i do i'm like look you're, you're gonna call you're gonna call me or you're gonna come to my door like i'm gonna be like you got like five seconds to get the fuck off my property before i blow your balls off like no and like be and 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 i'm never pulling the, phil people, Exactly. Good call. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I'm a, I, I politically register as an independent just so I don't have to get those fucking mail, the mail or the calls, uh, man. It's so fucking annoying. I'm going to tell you something right now. You are, you are literally the prime target for all that by registering independent. I haven't gotten anything. I haven't gotten anything. Well, guess what, Buckaroo? It works. If I open up my Volunteer Connect Pro app and I see your name, I'm screenshotting that shit. <laughs> I will. I will beat somebody's ass because I, <laughs> I know you're you're suspect number one, buddy. Yeah. No, um, but but seriously, they were they were they were hiding like like conservatives were or Trump voters were hiding in the weeds in mm-hmm. 2016. Mm-hmm. And they and look, they weren't getting anywhere near the shit that they're getting now. That's like it's true. getting worse now, right? Yeah. You're talking the social media's after you. Black Lives Matter. Antifa. Yeah. Corporate America's after you. Like they're, yes. they're they're looking to root people out. Fucking like you're like like people like, like people are bitching. Oh, why why aren't the why why is the silent majority staying silent? It's like well, one, they're trying to protect what the fuck they have first off and two they're not you're not showing your hand like no you, why would why the hell would you want to show your hand so that way they can prepare for you no no we'll, we'll... oh nice nice tunes there <laughs> yeah the the uh but but yeah you uh, like i think there's going to be even a more of a, a larger silent majority this year than last year so and and you're and you're kind of starting to see that in the polls too. I don't think, like they, like every even with Fox News, I can't mm-hmm. I can't even trust Fox News. Yeah, you know I can't. Like it's the same. It's really the same shit, just in a different. You know, it's in a di- with different letters. It's well, like I, I don't know. I think where's you... our boy Jack Posobiec over here? Man, I trust that shit a lot more than Fox. Yo, Jack yeah. is amazing. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about him in a second because I, I want to wrap this up with some other important things though. Number one, I think what you're saying, Phil, is like dead on the money, which is that the climate now is arguably worse than '16 because there is civil unrest in the streets. There are statues getting torn down. Antifa is taking over parts of cities, and businesses are going putting black squares on their social media. Uh, one of the big, one of the big things too. Do not forget China. China is big play right now, right? Yeah, that's they true. They have the that, they have a extremely large vested interest in this fucking election. 
right? You on one hand you got Donald Trump who's you know trade going on a trade war, uh, calling calling this this virus the Chinese virus, who's refusing to work with you know China right now while everything is going on, and then on the other end you got Joe Biden who's done lots China with China. Sent. China sent. Yeah, Gates who's him. done lots? Like you know, China has a vested, vested interest, and with 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 all of our with with basically all of our media, social media, tech, whatever, mm-hmm. all of that, all of that is pulling in China money. You better believe they're coming. They're coming. Well, right? here's the thing too: is that, like I said, the climate is a million times worse right now. Like it's insane. But on top of that. You have the like because I look, I think what what the left is trying to do, and it's very strategic and it's becoming clear every day. They are working their butts off to demoralize the Trump base. And in Mm -hmm. some ways it's working because some people think we're demoralized and we got to stop that. We got to turn that around. I think the best thing that can happen is Trump needs to do something that fires up the base to counteract this force because. Look, we have Black Lives Matter and Antifa still in the streets. We have Trump rallies that are uh, in that were had that empty seats, which the media spun as, "Oh, Trump's base is demoralized. They're not showing up." Even though that's not the full story. Jack Posobiec I've... mentioned him again. He was at the rally. He said it was a mostly younger crowd than usual, which tells you one thing right there. Most I've likely reason couple... is the virus. I've talked to a couple blue checkers, okay, <laughs> and they're saying that they're not that that they're they're selling they're selling a um they're selling an anti not an anti Trump narrative but they're selling a um disinterest in Trump narrative. Yeah, they're trying to demoralize on social media. Well, no, they're trying to kind of like they're doing it in public, and then amongst their friends, they're like, "Oh yeah, he's still he's still getting the votes," and they, and they're oh, they're 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 playing underground. They're, it's like well, they're playing an they, underground game. Well, yeah, I think so. I think both sides, in many ways, are actually because mm-hmm. I think they know the Trump base is fired up, and that's why they're trying to demoralize it. Yeah, but I think too is that um, the because I've talked to. For like hundreds of people over these past few weeks, they're voters and potential voters and Trump supporters, and the vibes I've been getting is that people that vote for Trump are committed. I don't know anybody. I think I maybe talked to just one person that's like changed their vote, which is like crazy to think about. But people that vote for Trump are voting for him again, and the um, the reason. Like I said, seeing the, the poll numbers look bad is because they're more scared. When you call somebody up and cold call them, the first thing they go is like, who is this? And even when I explain who I am and I say who I work for, even then they're still a tiny bit hesitant. I might have to kind of ease them. But if you call somebody and you say you work for this far-left New York Times uh, polling company, they have your name they have your address they have your phone number are you going to tell them that you're a fucking trump supporter in 2020 when black lives matters out there calling you racist when antifa's calling you a nazi you're going to tell the new york times 
you're going to out yourself and say, hey guys, Target right here at this address, you can dox me, you can burn my house down. No, no Trump score is going to Well, that. And that's so, why they, that is why they don't tell people in the polls who they are. So here, so here's another factor I want to br- bring up because I've been talking to a lot of, not a lot of, but a fair amount of, let's say, disgruntled Trump supporters. And one of the things they've been disgruntled about for the past couple of weeks is, well, why, why hasn't Trump been cracking down on more of these mm. rioters and, you know, d- domestic terrorists? Like, yeah. what, what the hell? This is unlike, this is unlike Trump. Um, and you know, I'm not sure I, I'm not sure I could vote for him if he, you know, keeps being so lax. Well, here's the thing regarding the Black Lives Matter, you know, protests and what and whatnot. I mean, I, I hate to call them protests because they're not; they're they're riots. But I, I hate to use this term, but right now Trump really has to focus on optics, like or not. And the simple fact of the matter is, is he he. He can't go around just rounding all of them up right now because of the optics of it, because the media is going to spin it and say, oh, you know, he's arresting innocent black people. Well, you know, and to the Trump supporters, well, I don't care. Fuck, fuck optics. I mean, I'm sorry, but we're in an election year. And I mean, I, yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you, but I, in uh... it, in the long run, we we do need Trump to be smart, and uh, you know he I I think he is doing you know the right thing right now. Like right now, he is going after some of the big fish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're not gonna you can't say, just say oh arrest all of them. You need to go after the big fish. Have you, know, you seen first. his Twitter literally over the past few hours? He has been tweeting out. I'll pull it up. Like he must have tweeted out ten fucking um state united states state park criminal investigation like uh like basically wanted posters of antifa and black lives matter riders he's tweeting these out that is great optics right there that shows law and order that shows he's taking it seriously and that shows they're finding these people and they're going after them that that to me is is kind of is that's the right move at the right time like, I, honestly, what what do you expect him to really do about this? You know, it's it's the Democrat cities. You know, it sh- and he can get and say some rally. Hey, look, this is what happens when you vote Democrat. Your city turns to shit. I offered them help, they refuse. The, mm-hmm. you know they you know they eat what they deserve. It's like Machiavelli said, or Napoleon: never interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. Yeah, I I mean I don't think he should go and help out the Democrats. Let let them destroy the Democrat cities. And then people will see, hey, this is what happens. And they can't go and say, oh, well, Trump's not helping us because we're Democrat. No, Trump offered help and you refuse. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think he's playing it right because like just like with what you just said. And also, I think that the reason you're because you're seeing a split in the party on this right now. You have people like us that think he's playing it right. But then you have people that I am going to classify as more authoritarian that want him to crack down. Now, what ha- I, look, I'm not trying to be up on our own side here, but aren't we supposed to be the side of states' rights? You know? Isn't this a states' rights thing right here? Like, I think I trust Trump. I trust Trump. I, I, think, I think there's a lot of ways that he can play this, and I think he can. 
I think he might be playing it right too. Like there's the, I think, I mean, there's no reason why I'm going to doubt Trump now when for the last three years, he's been like at least one step ahead of everybody. Like, I'm like, well, what's going to change now? I'm like, I don't, I don't think anything's going to change. I think he's still, he's still got some things that he's, you know, He's got a good think tank. He's got a good think tank working with him. He's got a good, you know, he's got a good network. I think uh, it's easy for us yeah. to get frustrated and yeah. I get frustrated sometimes too, but then I have to check myself and go, yeah. look, this guy is good at what he does. Like he is very, very, very good at what he does. Just trust the process. I, and and I, I just I have to do it and it hurts me sometimes because I'm you you all know me I'm a fucking firebrand I'm like let's crack these assholes and but but I'm like okay he's got it he's got it I think he's playing a little bit of the uh you know he's he's sitting under the weeds he's you know stalking the situation he's gathering information and you know and to quote somebody I would normally not quote, trust the plan. Yeah. And I think the thing, too, is that what people um, – because I'm getting a little annoyed with some people on the right. I saw somebody – it's CR. What does? Oh, yeah? You're coming down to coronavirus there? Uh, oh, oh, I, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know what that, what that was. Um, I think you just have crap. I, I, you're in Florida, and the cases are going up. I, so I think you got it. Oh, oh, fuck. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a, in a sec. Um, yo, I want to actually. Sorry to interrupt this joke, but like Jim Jordan just tweeted out a few days ago. The chairman of the Judiciary Committee called Antifa imaginary. At Mr. Andy No is briefing the Oversight Committee on Monday. Ho ho ho! That's fucking go. great. Andy No is the guy who was attacked by Antifa in that infamous video, and he's gonna be fucking briefing Congress. This is epic! Oh my god, that's beautiful. Um, but I was getting annoyed with some conservatives, and they were in the CR chat, so no surprise there with getting frustrated with them. But one of them was saying. Oh, I think some people are mad at Trump because of the, the recent Supreme Court decisions that went liberal. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Which ones? And he mentioned some of them. And I said, none of the Trump-appointed justices voted with the liberals on those. What are you talking about? Like, see, this is the sort of shit I don't get about the right right now. Is they're, like, blaming Trump for things he literally had nothing to do with. And couldn't do anything about. Like what? Well, now didn't Gorsuch side with them? On um, one of the decisions, yes. The ones he was bringing up were the more recent, the DACA one. Uh, he was going like, oh, but the Supreme Court, you know, they they are keeping DACA, and I'm like, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh both voted to end DACA and said that Trump could end DACA. Like, <laughs> this is like I don't. Like, I don't get this, like, reaction. I can understand the frustration with the Gorsuch thing on the on the LGBT one, but, like, this, the DACA one? They, they all voted. They all voted Trump could end it. Like, what are these people talking about? And the question, too, is how could Trump even, you know, know that they're going to vote this way anyway? 
Yeah, I mean, you can, to some degree, like, general degree, predict it because they have a record of being conservative or a record of being liberal or centrist. But, like, every freaking decision, like, you can't control and you shouldn't. That's why we have our system. Yeah, didn't the Republicans, you know, approve these people? If they had any doubts, you know, they could have said, no, we want somebody who's more conservative. So, you, it's, it's equally, like, all that Trump did was bring them up to vote. Yeah. I will say Je- what I hope he does do is when the next Supreme Court seat vacancies come up, I think he needs to appoint hardcore conservatives. Like, Kavanaugh Je- is a fine one, Ev is a moderate, but I think we need some hardcore ones now to make everyone happy on the right. Well, so, so, super majority. so here's my, so here's my hot take on this. So I think in a way Trump is playing from the Obama play, playbook, right? Because during the first four years of Obama's administration, we really didn't see Obama go too radical, right? And mm. then in, and then like Obama even said this on a hot mic in 2012 when Obama was talking to, uh, the Russians and Dinesh D'Souza actually pointed this out uh, when Obama was meeting with the Russians. Um, Obama so, said, "Just wait until after I get reelected, then I'll have more. Flexibility. Then I can do. Then I then I'll have more flexibility." And mm-hmm. yeah, Trump is Trump is doing the same thing. The reason, the reason why, in my opinion, that Trump hasn't gone like full MAGA to the extent that he wants to is because he, you know, he's had this first term, right? And he's, again, he's needed to prove that he can be electable. I mean, after, after he, yeah, after he wins in 2020, hopefully, I mean, he'll, he'll have carte blanche do what he wants executively Uh, there's a limit to that though it depends on the congress at the time i mean so much he can do with executive orders but everything else is up to yeah the big thing is if we and this is why i'm like fucking like telling people like you gotta vote down ballot full ticket republican because if he does not have a republican controlled house his second term is going to be a rough one if we have a Republican-controlled House for at least two fucking years, oh my god. A second-term president in a Republican House, Republican Senate, with a potentially Republican uh, majority Supreme Court, uh, or conservative majority, because uh, there are going to be some vacancies popping up. This is make or break. This is do or die. We could have some of the best two years of our lives. As long as you get out there and check a little box. <laughs> or fill in those circles. What what do you guys think about the prospect of like mail in? The the thing that I'm worried about fucking us up with voting is the whole resurgence, the whole quote unquote resurgence of Corona, which I mean I. I mean, do we want do we want to move on to COVID or yeah, sure. I don't know. I think we should touch on it it's because it's coming back. I mean. I know Texas delayed the reopening a day, I think is what it was. I, it may seem like a big deal, but when I read it, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. But Florida, Texas, a bunch of South seen some spikes. I'm worried about a second wave because uh, I think some – I know Pittsburgh's actually going back up, uh, Mr. Alex. But I don't, I don't think it's going to be as bad as the first wave. But I'm concerned about mail-in voting because I know it's the Democrats are going to use it to get more votes out. But – this is where Republicans should 
take disarm the Democrats and do the exact same thing. And that's what the campaigns are doing. They're going, hey, if you can vote in person, great, do it. But if you feel a tiny bit uncomfortable, you're not 100% sure, get a mail-in ballot right now and do it. <laughs> you know, we need everyone out there voting as much as we can. Well, so here's my take on the on coronavirus just in general. And I mean, I know that this is going to get to get my YouTube stream like, you know, probably locked in like, uh, you know, processing purgatory and it's probably going to get your stream locked too. So I apologize in advance, but I don't care. Thanks, um, man, Sam. <laughs> so so it's interesting to me that the coronavirus spike happened in texas and florida what do these two states well what two things do these states have in common well i would say florida is a swing state but i but they're both red let's say that okay that that's that's what that's well that those are those are two those are two commonalities but what what else I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys. Well, you know, like people are going down there. Like at least for Florida, they're going to the beaches right now. Old people in the south. Um... Th think, think protests. Think, think Black Lives Matter. Mm. Have they not had many there? Correct. Notice that Texas and Florida are the two states where there haven't been any protests that have turned violent for you know black lives matter or any of this george floyd shit right so texas and florida are pretty clean states because of that the media can't you know find anything to you know say about texas and texas and florida being civil unrest because there is none like yeah there are some protests here but people are people are doing it peacefully like they should there's nothing really for the media to you know to drum up, which is really surprising because you would think with Miami there would be riots because, you know, it's it's Miami. But suffice it to say, you know, none of that chaos is happening here. So I think the media is reporting that that, you know, COVID is starting here and in Texas because, well, you know, Texas and Florida are the two states where nothing is really going on. So we need to make drama up so that you know something happens that's just my wild you know theory but you know that's based on my observation too so yeah that's an interesting I, take I well what do we think um do we think people are more worried about it are getting more worried about it now that the protests are dying down a bit I don't, I don't think so. Not like I don't think so. I think the liberals, I think the leftist fucking media is bringing it up, but no, I don't think. Yeah. I think people are more concerned about a Christopher Columbus statue or Mount Rushmore yeah. than they are about you know coronavirus. It's time to tear down the statues. <laughs> Johnny Johnny Arcade in, in the chat says it's too hot to riot, and uh, oh oh yeah that that's oh, that's, that's true, the. Man. That's, that's the case. That's the case. It's been it's been ninety degrees here. So I mean, I'm not even go going out during the day. The first time I went out today was at seven p.m. So damn. What's that? The, the old saying like people will go and like stir shit up when it's hot though. 
like it's yeah, a hot, be a hot July because you're because you're miserable and your your sole your sole duty when you're miserable is to make everyone else as fucking miserable <laughs> as you are. Misery loves company. Yeah, misery loves company. <laughs> Literally, where the old home is. <laughs> And it, it, it's it's not the it's not the heat that bothers me here. It's it's with with Florida, it's the humidity that, yeah. that kills you. Yeah, dude, that's so. why that's the one thing I hate about these coasts. Like, what I do like is you have, you know, access like where, where I'm in PA. Like, you can go to New York and go to DC. It's all kind of relative, but man, the humidity sucks. That's why I love Michigan. It's like it's it's in the Midwest. It's nice people, nice weather. Very yeah. little humidity. Florida sucks. Oh, oh, it gets humid in northern Michigan though too. That's where that's where my dad's side of the family is. Well, it so. snows a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> that's like the mega humidity. Oh, it's there's oh a, yeah, there's a noticeable difference from just PA humidity to Michigan humidity. Like it is there, but it's like, I'd say it's cut by like, at least a third. Like it's it's noticeable, but Florida. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, Sam. Like I, yeah, how I was do you not, do it? I was in I was in uh I was down in Florida a while ago. I was down in Orlando a while ago and it was like it was so hot, man. I'd I'd every day I'd be waking up in like a fucking sweaty ball bath. Like it's just terrible. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Air air conditioning, that that's that's how we do also because I'm such a because I'm such a skinny guy, I I I do horrible in uh, winter climates. So See, it, it's it's better for me to be like in a. I'd rather take hot over cold. And I mean, my mom's the same way. But my mom was also born in mid July too in Texas. Mm-hmm. So. See, I'm very, uh, very, very, very skinny, as my pals here will always point out on this show. But even. I just can't handle the heat. Like I remember when I was down in Florida for Disney World for my band in middle school. I I had to sit down multiple times. Like the first day I was there, because I just couldn't. Like it was just draining. I'm like, who wants to live here? Unless you like were born there or you moved there and like acclimate. A l- I don't even know how long it takes to actually acclimate. But like if you were born there, I could kind of understand how you can handle it. But it t- it it took me two years. I'll say that. There you go. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know, like, I, I think a lot of old people like it there because, you know, their bends don't get all creaky when it's cold. You know, so they probably like it with the warmer. You know, it's like. Well, also, old people get, like, cold when it's, like, fucking, like, 70, you know? That's like my grandparents. Like, the when I used to go and live with them for, like, three months while I was an intern, man, there there was some weird shit. Like, my grandma would come in. She's like, oh, it's. It's too, or my grandfather coming. Oh, it's too hot in here. Or, oh, it's too cold in here. The one would go and turn on the like window air conditioning. The other person would go and say, "Oh, it's a nice box in here." Like ten minutes later, so I was, you know, it's like a constant back and forth. I don't know how they do it. Well, it's like my one grandma. I remember like when we would pick her up, and when we used to pick her up, we would like my brother and I would be in shorts, and she would always kind of, she'd be like, "Your children are dressed in sh- like that in this weather. I'm shivering," and I'm like. Uh, like check your self awareness. It's like freaking like eighty. Like that's the thing I don't get. Is like okay, you're cold. I get it. But like you should know, eighty degrees for like most people is freaking hot. Like in PA, humidity 
in the sun. I'm cold. The sun. I'm cold all the time because I'm close to death. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I think they, you know, like at least with my grandparents, it wasn't that they were like cold all the time. It was that like there was particular like they only had I think between like seventy degrees was really where they were at. Anything like below seventy was cold to them. Anything above seventy was too hot for them. Like mm. it had to be this perfect fucking medium. <laughs> And they somehow yeah. survived without air condition, you know, until like recently. So, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, they had window units, so, but like. Oh. Okay, that's that's still AC. I mean, I know only like one person near me that has like no AC, and I'm like, dude, you nuts. You know, I could actually probably deal with that, you know? Like, I've dealt without AC. Like, when I used to live in my apartment, I'd never turn it on, so it costs money. Well, I can deal with it if, only, if I'm in the car and I can, like, you know drive and get a breeze i can like manage it but like when you're in a house and you have direct sunlight you know especially my I mean, room has direct sunlight it's unbearable if you don't have ac i always i always wonder why why women there are so promiscuous as they are <laughs> like in florida because it's fucking hot like you would think like all that body contact mm. people would be sweating like fucking banshees out there man what the fuck Dinky. <laughs> i don't know dude look at like mexico and stuff that's pretty hot. yeah i know right that is that's probably even worse man like look at all of south america look at like india how many kids and shit you know he does not have anything to do with them you're fucking swimming in a sweat pool over there. Or look at like sub-Saharan Africa too, man. Like they have like yeah. five, ten kids each, and like it's hotter than like a fucking I don't know, man. Fucking devil crotch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, I, I was like, I, I was always wanted like, because uh, I, I was deployed, and I, they were like. They were telling me, oh, the locals like to fuck the animals over here. Like, I'm like, how? It's like a hundred and some odd degrees, and these things are covered in hair. Like, that doesn't make no sense. Like, that's just terrible. Why would you do that to yourself? I guess the heat makes you crazy. About some, like, town. It was like a local village in, like, some, like, South American country. And, like, a bunch of these kids kept fucking this, like, I think it was like a llama or something, and then like I think it had disease, like an STD, and so they had to go like warn the kids not to fuck the llama. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just like nutty, like how some cultures just accept shit like that. As I, think, I think it was like in Mexico too, where they have like the donkey shows, where they're going like jack off a fucking donkey, like in a strip club sort of setting. Why well, do you know these things? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, go on the fucking internet. You spend too much time on 4chan. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a fucking real thing, man. There's some just degenerate cultures out there. Uh, how much? Uh, how much? Uh, how, how did we even get? How did we even get into this? Uh, you know, topic. We were talking about. We were talking about COVID, and we're now we're about Florida. We were, we're talking, talking about, about Florida. Trump, Florida. That's we how we got there. Like, how is that? It's <laughs> fucking hot down there in Florida. I don't know how you do it, Sam. The fucking state's so crazy. It's it's like we went down the rabbit insane. hole. The Florida well, man I mean, rabbit hole. Well, I mean, I, I will agree with the uh, people in the chat here. It, I mean, it may be hot here, but there, there, are, even, there are even hotter women here. Uh, as I... Yeah, they're easy, too. As, as, as I... Talking, like, they're so okay. easy. I'm talking cheat code easy. Oh, now you tell me. Man. You know, the fucking mother preacher was right. It's easier to get a fucking hand job or blow job than it is to get a cup of fucking orange juice at Penn State. 
don't uh, remember what man, he said. If you go to any fucking college town, you hear the same shit too. Dude, I will always remember when that man said, like, when I was walking out of class, and he goes, if you can't get laid here, you can't get laid anywhere. I mean, he ain't fucking lying, man. It's, like, there's there's more women than men at at Penn State. And, you know, all these women, they're away from their parents for the first time. It's like, you know, they take that training reels off, they're going to fall down some pretty fucking hard edges. Yeah. All they did, man fucking state smokes saw some just degenerate shit going on there man i, I miss the fucking days of yik yak dude i miss that shit <laughs> oh yeah do you ever oh, see yeah. yik yak when you were in uh florida like back when you were in college or that gone by the time no no yik yak was around when i was in high school um so I mean, I love that shit, dude. Like, there was so much just bullshit going on there. Yik, 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 yik Yak, for those of you who don't know, was like an, an anonymous uh, social media like website or something something like that. So, but, Local yeah. I've, 4chan, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, the last time I went, the last time I went to, well, not, it wasn't the last time. One of the. It was a long time ago. Uh, one of my one of my friends who he's he's from the Panama Panama City area, right? And, and he's like, "Yo, you got to come down here, man. These women are fucking whores." I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'll come down there to see you," because I was still, you know, I was still pretty, you know, I, I was I was I was still young and impressionable. Um, I'm not I'm not the tarnished fucker you uh know and love today but anyway no so we so i went down there and, and we went to fucking club la vila that place was pouring in women like just fucking pouring and it was not it was cool too because it had that like it, they had that little pool area and shit nobody was wearing fucking anything it was just i'm like oh god this place is crazy because i'm used to pennsylvania where everybody's a fucking brood and Dude, you go to fucking. I'm, I'm telling you, man, you go to state college in the dead of winter, you still see people in fucking fishnet and short shorts. Oh, yeah. That's accurate. Well, well, heck, well, heck that was that's even the case in Colorado. You go, you go to see, you go to see your boulder. Mm, bunch, bunch of hoes there. So, yeah, um, I will say too, it's like when, especially like when you have colleges, you have the sorority girls and. Dude, it doesn't oh. matter, rain or shine. If it's a Friday, Thursday, Saturday, you know they're out there and they're fucking like, you know, clone tops, like fucking like short top, crop tops, whatever you call those, and short, short shorts. And they all look the fucking same. They're all showing as much skin as possible. It's like Jesus. Look, I'm not a prude about, but it's like it's so, like it's it's just so blatant. It's like <laughs> I know what you want. I know what you're doing. I know you're getting. Isn't that- and that's that's the that's the genius part of the babes for Trump movement too, uh, you know, with that whole with that whole thing. I mean, it's just hot sorority girls wearing mag hats. That that's that's all that's all it is basically. How many so. points does a maga hat make a girl hotter? How many points does she go up? Mm, well, I mean, the what's ones your, I. What's your teeth look like. 
<laughs> well, the ones I know are all tens. So let's say I mean, she has normal that's... teeth. She's got a normal body. Okay, let's say she's like. Okay, let me frame it this way. A seven. How much you put a mega head on a seven? How much does she jump up? Probably to an. Probably to like a seven point five eight. You know, I'm trying to be 7. reasonable. Seven point five eight. That's so specific, Sammy. That is very specific. <laughs> no, no, seven point five or yeah, or a. Right. <laughs> so. I had I had to mess with you on that. Now, what if it's an eight though, and it puts a mega hat on? Where how far does it jump? It, it jumps to like probably ten, probably. Ooh. Okay. But she's got like a fucking tramp stamp out like right above her asshole with a picture of like. Trump's face and it says, fire me, daddy. <laughs> okay, okay, which subreddit are you on now, Alex? That is a subreddit. Fuck that. That, that, that seems that oddly specific. So I bet you've seen a picture of that before, haven't you? Honestly, I thought that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> I see content. So the, I hate tattoos, the, but that one, I would just be like, I'll let slide for the night. The the the, fu- the funny thing Kate. is, the funny thing is, you is when you said, said I'll let it slide for the night. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, poorly mm-hmm. worded. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, very poorly poorly poor worded. The the funny the funny thing. Said, is... Hold on, hold on. Sorry to interrupt. Who the hell said Christina Applegate is a ten? You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Wait, whose fucking chat is this? This better not be our chat. <laughs> No, no, this is uh, this is Sam's chat. Oh, okay, that's why. Christina Applegate is not a yeah. No, she was a ten fucking twenty years ago. Sam, you can take your fans She's back. Wreck. She's a train wreck now. <laughs> I I mean I I also want to know who what was she in? What was she in? She was hot and married with children, and then she got ugly after that. Oh, that one. No, that was yeah. That's a funny show. I I, I like that. I like that stupid sitcom. Yeah, she's a she's a fucking ten on a scale of a hundred. Was she the one that married the fucking shoe salesman? <laughs> uh, YouTube yeah, admitted I had, like a sexless marriage. <laughs> Who does that? Mormons? Uh-huh. Oh no, actually no, they don't. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> um, Someone does. Yeah, they're not a bunch of incels, I'd hope. Yeah. Speaking of um, women. Insert seven 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 asks in our chat, who would you all say? Uh, sorry, you need to correct the grammar. Basically, he's asking who is the most strategic pick for Biden to make for a VP. Um, I think who he's going to pick is Kamala Harris. I'd bet money on that. Even though, I don't know if that's a smart pick though, because while she checks the demographic boxes that they want to appeal to, her background. And her record for criminal justice is awful timing, <laughs> given Black Lives Matter. I mean, oh, that's something I gotta fucking talk about is Black Lives Matter in Lancaster. But um, if you guys you want to answer they, that question, you can, but and then we'll dive into the Lancaster thing. Stacey Abrams in there? No way. No, 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 no. No, absolutely no. She's, she's somebody gets propped up so much, but she is, she's got nothing. She, it just doesn't. There's something. She's it's just got a blimby. tooth gap. Hmm. She's got a tooth gap. Does she? That could, yeah, yeah. Stacey Abrams, you could park a fucking plane between those things. 
Oh, I gotta look that up. I haven't paid much. Oh, fuck, you're right. Whoa. What is going on there? She's Stacey. probably auditioning to be uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> uh... like, holy shit. And, you know, they'll say that she's, like, like sexy at any size. Hashtag swipe. And they're like, oh, Obama, or not Obama, Trump's morbidly obese. Like, Oof. okay, buddy. You know, put those two on a fucking teeter totter and see which one gets launched in the air. It'll be fucking Trump. Is he... He does not outweigh that. <laughs> that thing is huge. Oh my god. Wow. I gotta say, guys, this one picture. She's massive. Um, But I wanted to talk it's about Norbit. that. Hmm? You ever see that movie Norbit? Nope. <laughs> Sadly, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's her. <laughs> Someone should look at her Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> cool. No, not really. Don't do that, folks. That was a joke. Yeah, yeah. joke media. Don't take us out. They have her as like Superwoman. Like, mm -hmm. nah. Oh yeah, that shit no. was fucking stupid. When then in that, the Patty, New Patty Newton's still fucking hot though. Oh, let's check <laughs> this out. Patty. Patty. Newton. Oh, Patty Patty Newton. Patty. Ah, gotcha. I got she's Patty still Patty. hot. She's on. She's on Westworld. Oh yeah, her yeah. I that's that. No wonder why that name sounds familiar. Yeah, she she does look hot in Westworld. Forty. Yeah, she was on Norbit. She was on Norbit too. She was the love interest of Norbit in the movie. <laughs> Sam, did you ever check out Westworld actually? Because I recommended that to you. I uh, I I I need to I need to watch Westworld. I I I just finished uh, Homeland last night. Finally. Oh, what do you think so. of that finale? Um, it was in it was in interesting. I it did not end the way I, I mean it kind of went the way I thought it would like in parts, but like the very end was interesting. So. I think that season was solid up until the last moment of the penultimate episode where the Russian dude tells her to do you know what with Saul. And that was just mm -hmm. to me way too ridiculous. I'm like, she would never do that. And then she actually starts doing that, and I'm like, that makes, yeah, that, that's totally out of character. Yeah, that was out of that. That was a little weird. By the way, uh, Claire Danes is a solid seven. I would say. Ooh, I'd say nah. I'd say six point five. She she was she was hotter twenty years ago. So I think she was better looking when she was a brunette. Changed my mind. Well, she, well, she I, was hot. She was hot in my so-called life. Is that that's that was the show, right? Wait, I just wait, know from on. the Terminator Three and Homeland. Yeah, yeah, my so-called life. That was the one. Yeah. I gotcha. Um. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. She actually looks quite different there. Holy shit. Interesting. Um, but yeah, the I did predict the final, final sort of part of the finale because I saw them laying the pieces to that in the in the penultimate episode and then the final one. I was like, I think she's gonna start doing this to kind of you know repay Saul, and then yep, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I I guess uh. I guess Mandy uh, Atkinson or whatever his his name is is Mandy actually Patinkin. like a yeah Mandy Patinkin. I guess he's a real like prick to work with in real life though. That's 
that's what i've heard like no like no one can stand to work with him oh really for, for whatever reason yeah so I, I, how do people get to that position where they can like just be fucking assholes to work with? We're like, were they always that way, or they get like well, when they see Weinstein's flaccid cock and they have to stop? Well, 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 he was also on uh, Broadway too. So when when you when you're on Broadway, like, when you when you're on Broadway, those Broadway actors tend to get like uh, big egos about them about themselves. So uh, yeah. I fucking can't stand people with like egos bigger than the fucking moon, man. But uh, but also, I mean, one one of my favorite actors and one who I get compared to a lot in terms of looks is a is a fantastic uh, actor, and he's a he's great to work with, and that's Keanu. Isn't that well? What, why thank why thank you? But no, <laughs> but no, I I I get compared to uh, Damian Lewis a lot. Oh, Damian so. Lewis is awesome. He just seems like the coolest dude ever. So, he, yeah. He's what, a, what do you think of this this uh, recent season of Billions? I need I need to catch up on I need to watch the new season of Bill of Billions. So, okay. yeah. So what good? is right? Broadway is gay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, okay. Question time. This is gonna get us in trouble. Why is it? And this is you see this in high school. Why mm-hmm. is it that? Most of the guys in theater are gay. Well, I think it's most of them. Like a, a lot of people who are gay are in theater, but not all the guys who are in theater are gay. I like think, like in the like in the Broadway sense, yes. But like in high school, I mean, maybe, okay, maybe it's small world, but I kid you not. Like every single guy except one I can think of, and I'm not talking about the stage crew. I'm talking about like the actual performers. There's one guy. Okay, he was probably bisexual. Actually, I changed scratch that. I think they all were in. They were all rainbow people. Let's say, but what is it that attracts them to that? Like, and I'm not trying to stereotype, but like, it's a they thing. They get I've to known. dress up. They get to wear makeup. They get to you know act. It's, it's like a fucking drag show without the drag. Well, why? Well, why are there certain? Why are there certain theater kids who are gay? But pretend not to be gay. Yo, dude, I knew someone like that. And then go to and then go to Hollywood twenty, you know, for like twenty years and pretend to be, uh, you know, and pretend to be uh, comedians and then uh, spiral. How did? (laughs) I know there's there are a lot of people that like pretend. There's a lot of people that pretend to be gay so they could get like acting jobs and shit because they favor people like that. Like, yeah, because it's like. Because they don't want to, like, if you're gay and, and people turn you down, then they're like, oh, they're the fu- they're the gay bashers that wouldn't fucking hire the gay dude. So mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh, well, yeah. You got a lot of, you got a lot of that shit. I mean, yeah. gay people in your school. Like, holy shit. There weren't a lot, but, like, okay, let me put it this way. My first year of high school, I could think of a few by the end mm-hmm. of it, like, like a shit ton came out of the closet i know one like came out like after a theater performance he was like hey guys big announcement i'm gay and i was like okay now i know didn't actually ever suspect it of this person but you know look i have nothing against that at all it's just one of those things where i'm just like i don't know like why is it that there's this trend i mean we didn't have a lot like my school it was 
I don't want to say it was diverse, but like it was, it was, it felt pretty representative of the country. It was mostly white, but there were a good chunk of minorities, like there are in the country. There were some gays, there were some trannies, there was like everything there. Jeez, yeah, we did not. <laughs> yeah, trannies would not have gone over well in my high school. <laughs> we had like two one or three. guy who I'm, like who's gay now, and who everyone knew was gay, but I don't think flat out said it. But you know, they they fucking know. Well, we, we had, had like one, one girl who probably ate more carpet than the rug doctor, but um, you know, I don't even know. She might have been bisexual. I don't know, but that was like the gay community may have been like three people. Well, we had this one dude that was like a really nerdy guy. Like, think of like your stereotypical nerd. I would never suspect of what happened to him, but like, I always knew he was kind of decent. Like, we were kind of okay with each other, mutual. But like near near the end of high school, I saw like, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, not not nail not what's it called when girls paint their nails? I'm losing it. Nail polish. I saw nail polish on his fingers. I thought it was like some sort of joke or prank, and I was like, "Oh, nice finger, nice uh, fingers you got there." And I said it was like a joke, and he like didn't really say oh, much. You, you're, you're such a homophobe, dude. <laughs> what the fuck, I man? I didn't know. I did it. I swear. No. I could. We been. don't tolerate your. We don't tolerate your kind of homophobia over here. <laughs> We yeah, don't know, like, serve your kind of hate speech here. Yeah, that's like fucking nutty, man. Like, I didn't yeah. realize, dude, because like, no, a little more context. Though, it was like he was dressed like a dude, and he just had painted fingernails. So I thought it was like a joke or something. So I was like, huh? You got? I was like, a you know, like pretty nails you got there, or something like that. And he just didn't say anything, and it was kind of like okay. And then fast forward, he's uh, probably calling to his mother, crying. You don't believe? You wouldn't believe what this guy said to me. It was so horrible. Oh man, I was already being a horrible person back I then. I didn't on even my know nails it yet. Really hard, and it was just not cool. Well, me. well, listen. Here's the thing: if if someone's gay, I don't, I don't care if the if they're gay just be gay the yeah, thing that don't, don't pretend the, to be it like yes, don't pretend be to be it like yeah just be well, you I, I like gay people but like once you start getting all in my face and like walking around with like a fucking dildo on you know that's <laughs> when I have a fucking problem you know well, well well that or if they go the opposite and are like i'm not gay you're the gay one Ever, everyone else around me is everyone <laughs> else is gay is that what owen said do you Dude, Owen, Owen now thinks that the Owen thinks that the Holy Trinity is get is gay. I don't know. Does that work? I, I honestly think that dude has like a mental condition. Like I don't feel does. bad for making fun of him. Yeah, I know. I think he had like paranoid schizophrenia or something. Like his, he's not right in the head. Well, dude, just well, look at him. He looks I, crazy. Well, I, I I would feel bad except for the you know. His cult actually did try to uh, come after me, SJW style. Mm. So, meh. Well, you know, to to fin- to uh, uh, have some uh, an epilogue or conclusion to my uh, awful hate crime story, I found that guy at Penn State, like a few, I think in my freshman or sophomore year. I'm like, he looks familiar, but his hair is longer. 
and his clothes are more feminine. And then I realize, oh, he went trans. Flip, flip. Oh. That, that reminds me when I was at Penn State York, like it was one of my first days, and my friend, you know, he was still like he ended up dropping out later, but like we were watching, like, oh, look at that ass. And like you see the face turn over, and it's a fucking dude. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, you want to that now? I can't it's yeah, I so crazy because uh, it was something that I started off joking with him about, and I didn't realize that those were the early signs of a dude going trans. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? People I knew three years look, people change, I've changed, dead. we've all changed. I didn't expect this. This is like uh, a transformation. Oh, I have one of those fucking stories from Penn State, man. Oh man, I, I knew like one. I actually a couple like both of these involve the same club. No, really. Going, going oh, really? Going to a club, checking yeah. her out. Like, oh, she's hot. That Adam's apples. Oh wait, oh jeez, oh my god. No. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst too. Is like when you're checking somebody out and like you're like mm, they're pretty fucking hot as shit, and then you're like, wait a second, I've been fooled oh. me once, fool me twice. <laughs> See, that's why I never want to go to Thailand. No, no you did. do not want to go. You do not want to go. Well, I mean, Thailand's cool if you, like, just stay away from Soy Cowboy. Soy. Stay away from Soy Cowboy. That's what it's called. It's like the area in Bangkok that's like, Bangkok. um, yeah, it's, it's the area in Bangkok that's like, uh, that's full of those, uh, he, she's. Oh, from Al what? From what I've been told, and this is my plan if shit ever go, really goes bad here, mm. if uh, if shit ever really goes bad here, I'm I'm fleeing to uh, Australia. So, you know what? I like Australia, yeah, especially I, this, especially and not just because the the women are super freaking hot, but. Uh, and, and because they're the Florida of the Southern Hemisphere, but the uh, but the, politically they're actually cleaning up quite well too. Because uh, I think they've had they've had a couple of they've had a couple of investigations, uh, and uh, with a couple of their government officials with ties to China or something like that, which mm -hmm. is like they're looking they're 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 looking to clean up i'm like when the fuck are we gonna do that shit because you know everybody here has fucking got ties to china well, the thing with them is they're right next to china like it's it's a whole nother fucking level over there yeah and i don't know like my friend uh he has like relatives who live in uh i think it was like perth or something and he went down there everything is so fucking expensive down there because like yeah. they don't have that much farming land over there yeah. and like the housing market like unless you live in the outback but you don't want to fucking live in the outback <laughs> you know the, the housing prices are like insane and the internet reception outside the cities is like worse than third world countries jesus so like i wonder what and I I too, like they have some of the most nuttiest fucking gun laws where they regulate airsoft guns like fucking rifles <laughs> what yeah like you, yeah. Have to, you have to have a license Soft gun, and if you shoot at someone, that could be considered like a firearms offense. No, you got you, just, you got to get a knife, right? With like the uh, a butter knife, like like no, the, no, the one like on crocodile. Like, this that's not a knife. This is a knife. 
You know the true story behind Crocodile Dundee? Yeah, was, drop like, the red pill. Yeah, like some dude, and they were trying to go and ban all the guns, and that guy, like, he had enough, and he went fucking postal on them. What? I remember that. Right. Someone's got to fact check me on that, but <laughs> I heard that from somewhere. <laughs> you mean you read it on the internet and you believed it? I've heard it from a few different places. Like, it's some dude who's like, fuck this. <laughs> Screw the optics. <laughs> fuck the optics of going in. When, fuck when I... optics, man. Uh, can I actually say something there. about the optics debate? Look, I, I, I don't. I think I hate when people think optics are everything and optics are nothing. It is neither case. Optics are important, but you shouldn't let them cuck you. Is that fair? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, no, I, th I think that's, I think that's to totally fair. Well, I mean, I think that's the case with anything, and you know, in politics, like look. The border is important. Is it the is it the only thing? No. Uh you know. And Coulter will disagree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, well and and Coulter is uh I mean I, I like it. I like Ann Coulter, but you know a whack job. Yeah. I mean, like and I'm not saying to be mean, but like she's a bit of a wacky. Yeah. No kids, not married at this age, and is in politics. Red flags. Who All the fuck does that? <laughs> and look, I yeah, she is solid on a lot of things. Where are your cats? Where the fuck are your cats, man? <laughs> you should be feeding them. And how many of them? You know, how many? Do you have all the bowls out? Um, but I think she does what she what she does do. She's pretty good at. But like, I think recently she's just been. I think she's just too hardcore, and she comes off as kind of like a Karen. Uh, rather than some, you know, what she used to be. Speaking of that, as you all know, my uh, mother's mm. name is Karen, and she actually brought up today oh. the Karen meme, and she's like, "Yeah, you probably know how I felt over the past few months about that meme." I'm like, "Oh, it's okay. <laughs> you, you got a meme meme named after you." She and and she didn't re she didn't realize that she was. And and it, and it was at that moment that Karen didn't fail to realize that she was being a a Karen. So. <laughs> well, you know the thing is, she mis like defined the meme. She was like, "Oh, do you?" Because she was trying to explain to my dad, and she's like, "Being a Karen is when you're like a a a, a white privileged woman, um, and you're." I think she she didn't even say complaining. She was like. And you're like yelling or making a big deal about something. And I'm like, no, a Karen's just like somebody that fucking like complains over something like silly. You know? It doesn't have to be white. Well, also, people forget that that whole meme partially started because of Goodfellas. Because oh, really? uh, Henry Hill. Well, yeah, because Henry Hill's wife in that movie, her, her name, her name is Karen. And they. <laughs> And base so basically, Goodfellas is like a is a famous gangster movie, and um, and Great like, movie. and uh, Henry Hill's wife Karen, like she's she's Jewish, and at first, like she objects to what you know Henry does for a living, but as soon as the cash rolls in, um, you know, like she starts to change her ways, and wow, like she's okay. What are they trying to say there? So. So at at the end of the 
at the end of the movie, and I think this is kind of where the meme comes from, uh, they, she, like, Henry eventually gets into, like, you know, dealing cocaine because it's the 80s and whatever. Um, and uh, they're about ready to get busted by the FBI, and Karen, like, flushes all of the coke down the toilet, but the FBI didn't know to look there. So there's there's the scene where uh, Henry just goes off on her and is like, Karen, what? why did you do that? And she starts acting, like, all snobby, and she's like, oh, well, I, I didn't know. So I think that's where the meme might have come from. So, hmm. I think it's just like a generic name because like most people aren't named like Karen anymore. And it's like, I don't know, the older generation. But speaking of shootout or like police involvement, I did find out the true story of the Crocodile Dundee. It was not involving like a gun control. It's involving meth. Wow. Yeah, so I had meth, and like he thought his kids were abducted by Freemasons, ho, and ho, ho. he had a shootout with the police. So he's red pilled. <laughs> you know, it sounds like that one guy you, you have a problem with. Uh, that that one dude who's got the cult. Um, oh yeah, Nick. Oh yeah, Fuentes? No, Owen. Oh, Owen. Yeah, that's, oh, sounds, sounds like that shit. Same. Look, there's so many uh, cults. Al, al, although, to, to be to be fair, I mean, can we just admit that the Gripers are a cult at oh, this point? Like. Absolutely, they're so culty. So, I mean, honestly, I think they're actually worse than the Nick at at this point too. No, his fans are worse than him. Like, yeah, I think Nick. I mean, when I talked to Nuance Pro about like Nuance Pro said that yeah, Nick's actually a nice guy, but the Groypers are just like his fans are toxic as hell. And you think the Groypers more like grifters? That's yeah, yeah. I say a good chunk of them, yes. Because here's the other thing: they love to call other people grifters all the time, and I think these people—I don't know if some of them start off as grifters or became grifters because they've done things and said things that totally just fucked their lives over, like. They're not going to get real, normal, well-paying jobs, a lot of these people. So what are they left with? They're left with keeping up the crazy shit they've done. So they're stuck in that sort of sphere. And I think when push comes to shove, they might have to grift a bit to get somewhere, to get more money, to do something. And I don't know, they're a very... Look, they like I'm kind of sometimes interested in these little culty movements. That's kinda of why I follow them, um, to a degree and watch what they're doing. But man, they are just they're they're never gonna become a mainstream significant movement. It's just never gonna happen. Will some of their views maybe? Maybe, yeah. But like is everybody gonna become a groper overnight? No. But they are definitely growing and I think people should take note of that. What what's 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 even weirder is when the cult is when the cults like start fighting each other like when uh that is when funny. when when Owen when when Owen's cult started fighting the Gripers it was it was hilarious it was actually hilarious to like just like sit back and watch them <laughs> these like two groups like fight each other so it was it was just like the uh it was just like the uh news 
uh, Wars, Sin, and uh, Anchorman. So, <laughs> only with the internet. Well, so. did we see that um, Jack, speaking of attacking, did we see Jack Posobiec was attacked by Antifa when he was in D.C.? Uh, no, but I'm not surprised. He's always getting attacked. Oh, hey, Donnie. Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? It's okay. I had to deal with some weird stuff earlier, and then my I was talking to my dad because there was weird stuff going on, and then we started talking about Trump and politics, and then now his phone died when we we're talking. Um, because when I called him back, it went straight to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> My dad didn't hang up on me. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, yeah, that's a, it's all right. I mean, we've just been kind of shooting the shit here, talking about all kinds of um, current events. Oh yeah. Like other oh yeah. We we we've been we've been talking out we've been talking out everything pretty much. Oh my god, I'm so behind. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, but I, I I made it two hours later. <laughs> it's all right. But honestly, um, the conversation with my dad this time was a little different than the other times. And I I don't want to say on air, he may hear it one day, but he might vote for Trump. Like, I might be able to convince him because there's a lot of things he didn't realize. And explaining things and asking a lot of questions like, why is this one person being attacked? Like, you know, we are both anti-bullying. So like, you know, like when everyone's attacking someone, like we should ask more questions about that, right? And that, I'm like, Dad, and I'm explaining all this. I'm like, so you would vote for Biden over Trump? Biden clearly has dementia, okay, over Trump. And you know that Biden, you don't know who's actually the president because Biden's not going to be really the president. And so it was a great conversation, actually. Like, well, he's still, he's still on the fence, but I think I could possibly keep showing if I can get evidence in his face next time, like actually prove it and like show it to him instead of just talking about it. I think we might be able to make some progress. That's good. <laughs> I mean, that's how honestly one of the few ways you can persuade people is just by having conversations with people yeah. that you're comfortable with. You know, if you're like a total stranger, it's sometimes more difficult, but when you're like a friend or a coworker or a family member, that sort of connection can really help. Yeah, and then like, and the thing is really cool because you hear all these stories about people like their families shunning them and I can still have the conversation with my dad even though he doesn't agree with me. Like, he's one of my best friends. Good. We can still have the conversation and like, we can't, we, we don't, we don't like attack each other personally. We're attacking the actual issues. I'm giving examples like George Floyd, my dad, I think, you know, what was presented to us that, you know, that cops should be in trouble. Um, but like at the end of the day, he shouldn't be praised the way he is. My dad agrees with that. Um, but like, you know, but I guess I also came off kind of like Candace did <laughs> when I was like, he's a piece of crap person. Like, uh-huh. okay, but what happened to him was wrong. But like, he wasn't a person we should be walking around and say he's Jesus either. It's so. ironic because the left is tearing down Columbus statues for a similar reason, or they claim to be. They're like, and Gr- yeah, Columbus. And Grant. Yeah, and Grant and even Jackson they were trying to do, and eventually they're going to do Jesus. I, I can see it happening. They're, well, they're like, they're... what was that? I heard they already were like the European picture of Jesus because he was white or something. Yeah, there was something about yeah. that going around. But they they literally go like, "Oh, Columbus, yeah, he found the uh, he he was the first man to uh, you know, step foot in America, yada yada yada." But 
he raped people and he murdered people. And I'm like, you're probably right. But you guys that, propping that, up George that, Floyd and making murals of him, even though he did awful things. But you're not, you don't want to tear that down. That's I told my dad too. I was like, Dad, you know, he's talking about, yeah, the Confederate flag and all this stuff. Maybe, Dad, the thing is, that's just historical and it's there. And I said, why is it, is it, why is it a problem now? Because all these time it was okay. All this time, all these things have been up for uh, over 100 years. Why now? If they thought it was so bad now, why not back then, too? It's a political game. I'm explaining to them. Because no, 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 it's not. It's political, Dad. It's an election year. <laughs> Speaking of elections, I have the pleasure of um, being at a protest of Joe Biden's visit to Lancaster County in Pennsylvania. And a protest? Yes. I the reason I'm bringing it Ooh. up is because it it was it was actually interesting to see I mean I've seen Black Lives Matter before firsthand, but seeing them in this climate firsthand is actually interesting. Because I'm happy you brought them up by the way. My dad is against them. Okay, that's all I have to there say. There you go. That, that is definitely <laughs> he definitely has some hope then. Um, mm-hmm. so and he didn't know the money was going to Democrats either. Yeah, see that that's again if you expose these groups and people see for what they really are, they might start changing their minds and seeing the real uh, what the real intentions are here. But we were Biden was coming to visit this school to talk to patients of Obamacare or something, or families of Obamacare. It was like very vague. And he was supposed to come to school, so the Trump folks arranged a protest of his visit and so i go and they're there there must be about 50 of them holding signs chanting usa trump 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 and all these positive stuff and there was a hispanic guy there there was like super i think it was hispanic but he was like he was having a ball he just loved it and there was a hispanic woman a i think there's a black guy like it was it had like it wasn't just straight white male like the media thinks there were women there and they were there for quite a while and then out of nowhere black lives matter shows up and it's not just one it is 10 of them with prepared signs and then 10 more come 10 more come and there must have been 50 or 60 black lives matter there and protesting joe biden that's where it gets interesting because when i was there they were yelling at us. They were like, fuck Trump, you got a racist, fuck you, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, there's this one girl, I gotta find a video, it's actually hilarious. She has this, like, megaphone, and she's like, it's a meme, like, in the making. Like, I was seeing a meme in real life. She's like, Black Lives Matter. She's, like, screaming <laughs> at the top of her lungs, and she's, like, falling onto the street, like, as if she's, like, dying. And, like, Oh, my. And then the cops come. Okay, the cops come. And they... Well, actually, wait. Two things. I got one o'clock back because I forgot about some funny shit. And then I'll, then I'll answer your question about the protesters. But... Because I have to explain <laughs> the context for this. Because, again, it is an interesting thing to observe. Because we see them come. They start saying this shit. But as they're there, I kid you not, a fucking semi-truck comes up. And it is covered with Trump 
Make America Great Again. It had Steve Bannon on there. It had Freedom is Free on there. This motherfucker, this mother trucker comes up, parks <laughs> in front of the protesters with his truck, and just... <laughs> It just gets out. It's like, yeah, I'm here, bitch. I love him. <laughs> my base trucker, I don't, I gotta find who he is. He made my day. He just pulled up and parked. But they had to, the cops eventually had to move him, but he was there for quite a while. But as he came and as he sat there, the cops brought out fucking cops on horseback. There were three of them because Black Lives Matter was on the other side of the street. And we were on one side. And so they came to kind of stay in between and keep us separated. Because Black Lives Matter kept trying to come over and, like, yell at people's faces. And it almost got violent at the end. It came really close to being violent. Wow. But, but they, they, everything stayed pretty calm for the most part. But they started bringing out speakers, playing fuck the police, and a microphone, started yelling at people. It was really intense. It was getting really intense, and it almost got violent, and there were, they had to hold their own people back. But the funniest part, and this answers your question, is that <laughs> we thought they were yelling at us and protesting us. We thought that's why they came there. They actually came there to protest Joe fucking Biden. Yeah. Is it on camera? <laughs> This is all on camera. I have videos and pictures. You have to send it to me. You have to. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you right now. It and is then else. I have a question for Sam really fast. Sam, when we talked last time, right? Then I yeah. say that Bernie Sanders is behind this. And why does Bernie Sanders have more money in the Black Lives Matter part, by the way, than Biden? And man, this is this is Bernie's people. Because if they're going against it, Biden, it's, it's more proof for me now. It's not just Bernie's people, though, uh, Donnie, oh, though. It's, uh, it's, I'm assuming you know who George Soros is, right? The so did George Warren Bernie Foundation, yeah. Yeah. So, did, what is, so George wanted Bernie, because remember I told you, I feel like Obama want Bernie, really. That's why it took so long for him to endorse Biden. Well, and if you think about the, like Cardi B, she had, he has a picture of Cardi B and her husband with Obama's daughter. Like, and Cardi B endorsed Bernie. That's the reason why I feel like Bernie is behind the Terry Reid, Bernie's people, not Trump people expose that. Like, that's why I think this is Bernie, all Bernie. And the whole communist thing, but Bernie is the communist. <laughs> the, you know I mean, I think Bernie is Bernie. That's what I think. That's what my opinion is. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing with Soros is I don't think he's a I don't think he's like with any one particular Democrat. I mean, George Soros is basically like a James Bond villain, but in re but in real life, um, he is. I mean, basically. yeah. But why? But why? Like, have him protest Biden then? Well, here's the thing too. I will back up what you said because there were a lot of Bernie Bros there with Bernie Bros shirts and everything. I'm a send you the videos and links right now it was it's Thank you. fascinating to see how they're even though the the uh, republicans are having some infighting the burn mm -hmm. the left is having way more infighting and their base is tearing each other apart 
Like when I was told afterwards that they were there to protest Biden, I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, we actually have common ground here. We agree with each other. You guys should have worked on that. Like if you Sean could that, holy shit. Sean King is not for Biden. So Sean King's for Bernie. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. You know, when he spoke out and said what he said about the Democrats, I think he was, it was because they're mad that it was freaking Biden instead of Bernie. That's the, now that makes more sense now. Because a lot of those Black Lives Matter people, those hundreds of people who were attacking me, when I was scrolling through their pages and stuff, I saw Bernie stuff. I saw AOC stuff. Well, well Black and Lives Matter. And then AOC admitted that she had the whole trolls mess with the like the number of people who came, I guess. But she said that herself. She's Team Bernie. This is Bernie. I told you Bernie's the evil one. <laughs> the, the 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 on the surface evil one. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Have to figure out how to exploit that because if you both have a common enemy, you guys could go and use that to your advantage. We could, and it's like it'd be hard because they were literally like shouting in our faces that we're racist and all these awful things, and we're like, they're like, we hate racism, and we're like, uh, we do too. <laughs> We hate Joe Biden. Uh, we do too. It's like this is this is breaking news, you guys. Y'all gotta like screen record this part of the clip and share it. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, on social media. What you need breaking to do news. is to go and like hide and like maybe have like go under a false flag. Make it not so it's like the Trump supporters. Make it so it's like people against Bernie or something. Yeah. You know, like Lancaster against Bernie, so that they wouldn't necessarily fight you, and they'd have way higher numbers. Oh, and yeah. Because honestly, Bernie had a better chance than Biden. Bernie had a lot of supporters. He had the black people. He Bernie Sanders had a lot of women. Bernie Sanders had Hispanics. Bernie Sanders had the support, but then Biden got it. Apparently, yeah. too, is um, when I was um, – I read this letter from some local reporters on the scene. Uh, Biden only let in New York Times and a bunch of big-name left-wing outlets. Local reporters were not allowed into the event that he was having. All of them were, like, blocked. He's an elitist. Wow. Yeah, that's what the Republican Party should be doing. It's like you should have a like a like a black ops wing that goes and like tries to go and foment disillusion within the Democrat Party. Yes. Well, and I mean like, there there are. Uh, I mean, look, you got didn't uh, didn't Candace Owens and uh, Brandon Tatum didn't they come out with like a documentary? recently yeah, oh, yeah I, I saw advertisements uncle tom yeah it was like him yeah. like the elder um, i keep seeing it advertised on beaver county radio yeah i didn't realize it was a um actually larry elder's project i thought it was candace's at first i i've actually met larry elder before he i i think i failed to mention that when we were on air so yeah you uh, did that's pretty cool yeah so yeah, I didn't yeah. it's I, I, rated fairly high too on Amazon. Really? How'd they allow that? <laughs> uh, nine nine point eight. Next week we can go and like review it or something. Yeah. Maybe we should yeah, that sounds good. I I'm down. 
Yeah, I'm posting the clips, Donnie, in the Twitter, like, three-way, four-way chat, whatever it is that we've had. Um, with so Phil you posted and... it already so then I can retweet it? Yeah, I post all the links there. There's a bunch okay. of them. There's, like, two tweets from my Lancaster account, one from Rona McDonald. They got retweeted by the president, by the way, I will say. Uh, I was actually didn't realize this at first. Rona McDonald, who's the RNC chairperson, Wait, I, wait, I, wait, are you... Are you, are you shitting me? That's the guy's name? Uh, her name is Ron, Ronna McDaniel. Uh, okay. uh, if it was Ron McDonald, that would be some funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> they would be getting canceled by now. <laughs> well, if you go on her Twitter, she, um... She got a video from someone. Um, let me scroll down, find it. I'm showing this live, and it's a a drive-by video of the protests in Lancaster, and she got good traction on it. Uh, but then the president retweeted it, and I'm like, oh, cool, he retweeted our protests, and I, I didn't realize till looking at it today that I was actually in the fucking video. I was like, I just got. Trump just retweeted a video of me? What? 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 Tag me in that one too. Tag me in that too. Yeah, I posted that one in the group chat. You can't really see me though because I had a fucking sign in front of my face. So. But you're still I've, there. I've had a few people like tweet me and say that they've been sending my videos to Rush Limbaugh. So, nice. you know. I don't know if anything. That's will, awesome. I don't know if anything will come of it, but, you know. We just oh, hope it does. Uh, yeah, hopefully I can get to me and before the cancer that, goes. Like, is that video um public now? Ours. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the stream has been up, but YouTube uh keeps like hiding it from people's uh, recommended. I when I was, so before it even started, I started watching like watching it beforehand. So I don't know if it might just be something else can you resend it can you remake another post on it so i can retweet it again because when yeah, i okay because when i posted it it wasn't available and well i watching. yeah well i'll i will also send you a link to the audio podcast uh too because there's i i audio podcast all my streams too so oh yeah uh, i guess i'll <laughs> update that on our end our anchor yeah, 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 Sean. Someone, someone's been, someone's been slacking. I can't, I can't afford YouTube Premium just to listen to you guys in the background. So, yeah, that's some bullshit with YouTube. It's like, to in order to watch videos like picture in picture or to have the audio play in the background, you gotta pay for that. I'm like, that's that's some bullshit. It's not that you have to pay for it. What what pisses me off is the fact it's like sixteen dollars a month for what? for it. That's it's more it's Netflix. like <laughs> yeah, it's like it's can't like, see the value. You're not gonna use my money. <laughs> yeah. Oh Sam, by the way, I I told Phil this earlier. I was like, you know what? You asked me about you know if I could you know push or support anybody on the left, right? Like anybody just. A little bit and I was like no no one and I was like I felt bad because you know I should have said Vernon Jones and actually you know 
spoken kind of to him, you know, my inbox personally before. And I feel kind of bad because I forgot about it. So I wanted to say that now. What? I I couldn't, you, you broke up there a, a little bit. I Remember you asked um, about if there's anybody in the left at all? And I was like, nope, no one, zero. Oh. And I, I oh, yeah, yeah. Jones and I for, I completely forgot like a brain fart. Um was that like the if there was guy, anyone possible. Yeah, was that the guy that proposed that bill that would that, and he was saying like you know, attacking Trump supporters is a hate crime? Yeah. I'm not sure. I know he supports Trump, that's all I know. For the most part. That much share today. That's 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 what I know. Is yeah, I think that's. that's I think it. that is the guy that he because he was trying to push something. <laughs> that said that yeah that that attacking Trump supporters should be a hate crime. Yeah, can I say that be. was one of the best tweets in a long time because it was a Democrat black guy saying it about Trump supporters. I mean, it just it shatters the narrative. Yeah. yeah, and it got good traction. I mean, it was it was. Well worded, it was well crafted, very yeah. Persuasive. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but Donnie, Donnie's saying that Donnie's saying that VJ might not be the uh, the guy that uh, we might think is that is that what I'm getting? Mm. Well, well, I, I was gonna leave that part out. I'm just gonna say that I support the fact that he supports Trump, yeah. yeah. I don't everything That's else that call. he has going on, I don't know everything else. Yeah. I'm uh, just leaving it at that. But yeah. I, I will say I like him and the lady, I can her name, I think it's Karen, actually, <laughs> who thanked Trump for um, being a part of her life being saved with that medicine. Those Karen two on the left, I like them. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing I want to make clear is that, yeah, this Vernon Jones guy, I know nothing about him. I just know that tweet, and I just like that tweet. That's it. Yeah, I, I would support that he supports Trump. Yeah. <laughs> But I do feel bad that I didn't think of those two when um, Sam asked me that question. So yeah, yeah that that's that's interesting. Yeah, it was I thought about it today part. too. It was like three days later. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, better late than never. <laughs> Is there anything else we got? You guys want to talk about uh, tonight? Yeah, what about that H1B uh, visa ban? Yeah, sure. That... Let's bring that up. What is it? The ex- the, well, Trump initially uh, ha- uh, paused immigration because of the virus, and the one thing he did leave open was H-1Bs because he, I guess he thought that we needed some, and he actually expanded the ban and is now banning uh, H-1Bs temporarily, I think. I think so. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with the H-1B visa system. Like, Can y'all explain what that is first? Because I don't know what it is. Maybe someone H- else has H-1B visas for, like, skilled workers. So what you'll typically find, you know, they largely come from two countries. Uh, mostly, most of them come from India. The others, you know, most of the other ones come from, like, China. But basically... It's a way that you can get, you know, highly, it's a non-immigrant visa. So you can apply for a green card after you've been there for like six years. But like, if you're from India, the chance of you getting one is like, you have to wait a hundred, like over a hundred years, basically. It's a lottery. Oh, wow. So that whole thing screwed up. And the thing with the H1B is, and I've talked to some people, like I used the app uh, Blind 
And a lot of the people on there were like H1Bs from like India and stuff, and they're all getting butthurt about that. Like, now if, if a company like Facebook or Google or a real company hires you off of H1B, you know, that's all right. You know, you're probably going to be treated or you're probably not going to be displacing a worker because they usually pay you the actual wage, like what they're supposed to. But they have a few companies, most notably like Tata, Infosys, um, I think CHL. There's a few other ones. They have an acronym called Witch. And there are these companies that basically scam these people from India. Well, I don't know if I can say scam, but they get these guys to come into India thinking like, oh, you know, this is so great in the U.S. You know, you'll make like $60,000 a year, which is like a lot more than, you know, what they be making in India. But they come here and a lot of these people... You know, they might not even be that skilled of workers and they'll throw them on these like shitty trainings for three months. They come to the U.S. and they're making $60,000 in like in like San Francisco and stuff, you know, like the Bay Area where they might, you know, you might be expecting to make like over 100 grand a year just because of the cost differential because everything is so expensive over there. So that's how that H-1B system's kind of been abused, like the good companies are fine, but then you have these shady companies and they do just so much shady stuff and it gives like everyone on their bad name. And those companies, you know, the witch consortium and all those other like Indian consultancy companies, mostly customer they, service. Reps, I can't understand. They have, they contribute like a, Donnie, a, that, that Donnie, that, that's racist. <laughs> that's well, not racist. Well, Western Union did not give my, like, I had an issue with Western Union. I called in, and then the person was talking. I could barely understand them, and they were rude to me. And then they kept hanging up on me, and I was not rude to them. Al Sharpton on line one. Al Sharpton on line one. (laughs) (laughs) Breaking news. We have our first racist black woman. Woman. (laughs) Ever. I'm not racist. I was uh, just saying. No, no, I, no, I'm giving you a hard time. Well, in America, <laughs> only white people can be racist, so don't worry about it. No, if you're conservative, uh, you can be racist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Correct, actually. Yeah. You, you, you can. You can. You can only. You can only be racist in America if you're white, unless you're also unless you're a conservative. In which case, if you're a black conservative. You're pretty much fucked. So yeah, actually, I want to touch something really quickly. But this makes actually is actually a good point we're making because when when Biden said that you know you ain't black thing, and then the Trump campaign is basically framing as Biden's racist, and some people on the right are like, oh, this is cringe, bro. This is you know they're the real racist like cringe. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know what's beautiful about this is that it creates infighting with them because you get what. I saw in Lancaster Black Lives Matter protesting the fucking Democrat nominee. That is perfect play. It's like works out beautifully. But continue. It does work out beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's an interesting situation. Like with with those H one Bs though, because like there's been a lot of cases where these companies have gotten rid of American jobs. Like, there was one case where I think it was Disney. They outsourced their whole IT department to, um, you know, these Indian consultancy companies. Jesus. And they ended up, like, displacing over 100 workers. Instead of paying them, like, 100K plus a year, they paid them, like, 60 grand. Because 60 grand 
is the magic number for H1Bs, where if you're like making less than that, then you'll get like audited a lot more. So they basically abuse that system. And yeah, like I think what Trump did was right. And I think once he returns, he needs to go and basically make these companies like Tata and Infosys so their business model doesn't exist anymore. He needs to find a way to get ban those companies specifically because H1B has a use in like, you know, very particular, in limited amount and for very particular skill sets. But it's being abused by these people to the point where you can't even you know, like where they're displacing American workers. And that's never what H-1B was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be to go and help people find jobs, you know, like help companies fill positions for jobs that just don't exist here. But, you know, you, and other companies sometimes will screw people over with that too. And so they'll put out these job ads with with requirements that are like ridiculous. Like you need to have like eight years in a master's degree and get paid 60 grand. So that's one way that some companies will abuse that as well. Like, I, I just found this whole rabbit hole of, like, disgusting activity from these companies, and it just kind of bewilders me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought it up, because that's something that a lot of people hear that term thrown around, H-1Bs, and, you know, nobody's really properly explained what it is, its effects, and, you know, really how these, especially these tech companies, just sort of take advantage of basically cheap labor. Yeah, that's really well, it's all not, it is. It's not all of them, too. It's like there's a difference between if you're an H1B hired by a real company and one hired by one of these, like, they call them body shops because that's exactly what they are. It's almost like a form of modern-day slavery. In a certain, like, they've been compared to that, like, because you can't really complain about, like, you, you don't want to lose your job because if you do, you're kicked out of the country. And, you know, you can't complain, like, about sexual harassment or like in a lot of cases because there's a fear where you'll be deported because the company might fire you. And since you're like basically a contractor, you know, they can fire you for whatever reason. And they'll have these people, you know, I've seen articles and stuff where people reported that they're working over 60 hours a week and they're only reporting 40, you know? So it's just like, it screws people all around. The only people who really gain are those companies, you know, allegedly. I just want to preface that. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, if anyone, and like whenever someone brings up like these things, they're like, oh, you know, Trump hates them because they're immigrants. Like, no, one, it's a non immigrant visa, you know, and especially if you're from India, you're not going to be, you're likely not going to become a, get a green card at all because of the wait time. Like, unless you're here for like, you know, 20, 30 years, 40 years, and, you know, you keep getting the visa extensions, you're, you're putting a really bad, in a bad place. And it allows like toxic cultures and companies to persist because these people ain't going to complain. They don't want to lose that job. It, it's, I mean, it won't really be, I guess you'd probably compare it more to indentured servitude more than slavery. Cause I mean, these people are making money, but a lot of these people they're they're making basically a pittance, like try living off of like 50, like 60 grand a year. And you know, like a high cost, like New York city or, um, mm -hmm. Seattle or San Francisco, you're not going to be able to live any sort of comfortable life. Like you'll see like four people living in like an apartment for like one. And it's sad. And in, on top of that too, some of these companies, like they'll just flat out have these people lie in their resumes, allegedly, you know, like where they'll say, Oh, you know, I've had this much experience. And then the American doesn't get the job and it drives the wages down when this happens. 
but like if if an actual company does what they're supposed to do you're supposed to pay them slightly like above the the average wage but because of the way that works you know you might be hired in like the middle of bumblefuck nowhere as like a software developer where you might only expect you making like sixty five thousand dollars a year and then they'll move you to california and they won't give you a cost of living increase mm-hmm. on top of that too they'll make like they'll usually pay for you to initially come here but then you have to go and pay for your like visa fees and there's been cases, I think it was either Tata or Emphasis, they were basically having these employees for the H-1B visa send over their tax returns to the companies and the companies were pocketing it. Wow. Like just flat out <laughs> abusive workers. And no one talks about this because they think it's like a race issue. You know, they think it's like, oh, yeah, they don't like Indian people. No, like that's that's not that's not the issue over here. The issue is people being massively exploited. And you know, they're, they have nothing to show for it. You know, they're making 60 grand in like San Francisco. If they send anything back home they're they have like basically nothing. They're pretty much fucking poor at that point, even though they have, you know, whatever degree and they're working like in, in the high tech field. And they're basically stuck with that company. Cause a lot of, like a lot of medium sized companies and stuff, they don't want to sponsor H1Bs cause there's a lot of like you know, paperwork going with it. Now, like Facebook, Google, Amazon, they can do it because they have whole departments who know how the fuck to do it. But, you know, most smaller companies, unless it was like made by immigrants, aren't going to want to go through the hassle because there's like a whole lottery system. And, you know, that's another thing these companies do too, is like they'll basically lie allegedly on the forms and say there's more job openings than really exist. So that way they can flood the amount of uh, applications they have for H-1B so they can basically bring these people in here and there's other like smaller ones that have been alleged to actually be involved with like human trafficking not just with like h1b visas but like uh, summer work visas like j1s and they basically get these like girls from like europe and east asia to come over the u.s and basically sell them into slavery yeah yeah that's been a big problem here in florida in particular i mean that's how a lot of the human trafficking cartels work so well, it's not even just florida too it's like uh, you know this is probably gonna sound weird but like a lot of those like massage parlors you know there there's a reason why there's uh certain connotations with those places they are uh, a lot of them are involved with human trafficking like geez remember when i was at penn state i was bored one day and i kept hearing about this like back pages website i was like oh i'm gonna go and look around here and see what the fuck i find and it's ba- and that was basically a human trafficking website. They were all like mostly Asian girls on there. Like it was disgusting. I never like talked to anyone on there, but I was just like, yeah, I can see why people want to take down this website. Oh, you want extra special massage for extra special price. Like and I knew like when I was playing Pokemon Go back when that was like the week or two or the month when it like first came out, I was at the YMCA cuz there was like three uh, Pokemon like I don't know, gyms or something or Pokemarts, whatever the fuck it was, right in like a circle. And if you sat in the median in the middle of the street, you would like be right in the middle and just had to go and sit down there and keep tapping. But I was talking to this dude over there and he was like telling me, oh yeah, like he knew like this, like he told me like a special like code language you could use if you ever want to go to an Asian uh, massage parlor and get um, a happy ending or whatever. Like it's a real thing, you know, there's a lingo with that stuff. Uh, Alex, how do you how do you spend your time on online? 
Well, that was that was in person. That was Pokemon Go. Jesus. That that well that that that's what I have. That's what I have to to, to wonder though. So, John Eric, John Eric Hayde comments. I just came back to jerk off parlors. Nice. Well, I mean, in our in our defense, John, and we did spend like the last hour talking out about creepy Biden and like his her sniffing. So. Yeah, no, but like it, it's a huge problem over here. Most people don't see it, and like I know even at Penn State there was a Chinese restaurant. It was, I think it used to be near, um, maybe it was a restaurant. I think it was the one that was near the Five Guys, and like they got busted for like human trafficking once. And the other time, I think they failed a food inspection. I forget the name of it, but like there was a whole article about it. I think it was and, a little Szechuan. And I don't know if it was some, maybe it was that. I don't know. Allegedly, I think I'm looking at the article for that. Were were they were they serving dog at the restaurant too? I don't know, man. Come upstairs for the prostitutes. Come downstairs for the, the cheap Chinese food. <laughs> and I, I think I'm looking up. There was one, like there's so many Chinese restaurants at Penn State. You know, you hey, they, they got those international kids. Got feed them. Like Jay Garden Rice Bowl, like Fuji and Jade, like blah blah. Like there's so many of these fucking places. Oh, you want chicken fried rice? You want chicken fried rice? Hold on. Here, Fido. Here, Fido. Yeah, like there's. I die. I was talking to this one dude too. Like when I was in like the college ISC, I was having a smoke, and this guy was telling me how like he went over to I think it was that uh, what's that place like the hookah bar, and there was like. You found some prostitute there, and you like hit her up, oh, and then you like try to blackmail him and say that she, he raped her if she didn't like get an extra like twenty bucks. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And like when I used to use this like one dating set, I saw this like one fat girl on there. She was like selling sex for a fucking phone case. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was some this bizarre shit. And, like. <laughs> Man, you, you find some degenerate shit when you're at fucking Penn State. Well, I think that's a lovely way to end this show. It's we're getting around one thirty eight and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna have to go to bed soon. I don't know about you guys, but we can talk a little bit off air about some stuff, but uh, Sure. I just wanna I just wanna read this one comment from from Johnny. He he goes, What if happens to taking a girl to dinner and a movie? Dude, yeah, that's uh only. that's a that's a good comment. So, yeah. Do movie theaters anymore? Well, I mean, there are, but they ain't open most places. Well, rip, rip for Chuck E. Cheese, by the way. Rip. Well, yeah, I guess Did you guys see that? that? The corona, well, I mean, because of the virus, I think Chuck E. Cheese is filing for bankruptcy. Now, what, I actually saw a video on that today. It wasn't just the virus. They've been hemorrhaging money for months after they yeah. got bought up by this. Yeah, like, they were. I think it was a venture capitalist firm. Like it, that always seems to happen. They'll buy it and they force Chuck E. Cheese to spend a billion dollars or something. So to, basically, like, a, like money to purchase Peter Piper's pizza in like Texas, I think. Sounds like then there were a lot of problems leading up to this, but like the virus was like the final nail in the coffin. Oh yeah, but they've been running at loss for like four years. So, I mean, the writing was on the wall. You know, yeah, Dave, Dave and Buster's fucked them up the ass basically. Well, that's for adults though. I mean, I, I, I mean, I never, I never really real liked Chuck E. Cheese as, as a kid. That place freaks me out. Same. You know, even, <laughs> even, even, even like as, as a kid, like you, you, you remember, you remember when yes. you know your parents, 
your parents would warn you about, you know, like stranger danger and yeah, yeah, the guy, yeah, the rat in the costume is a total pedophile. <laughs> Hey kids, you want to touch my penis? <laughs> you know, I, would, I would think that's yeah. why like Chuck E. Cheese would done really well because they're all kids like that stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Johnny says I don't understand Chuck E. Cheese. Who the fuck likes that? Well, exactly. That's what that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, who the fuck makes their brand associated with a rat? Like, think about I mean, that. You know, it was I, I saw Optics a story. Check. It was originally a coyote costume, but it looked like a rat. So Man, it, just, it deviated, like, didn't it? Yeah, it was like. I mean, really... my I mean, a coyote isn't that much better though, to be honest. No, at least so. it's like a dog or something. You know, it can be like like that can be that you can have some like room with to play with that. But a fucking rat—that's the shit you see in like the New York sewers. Like, what were they thinking? Like in hindsight. You know what? I, th I, I think Chuck E. Cheese inspired oh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Dude, I believe it. I believe it. Is this like a I fucking mean... rat with pizza and like stupid <laughs> like eggs? It's fucking Chuck E. Cheese, man. I mean, the, I mean the the reason um I mean the reason why David Buster's kicks ass is because like David Buster's like yeah they have you know like the arcade and whatnot for kids but it's you know classy and then like they have a full you know like. They have like a really nice bar area for you know adults. So yeah, um, like I, I've I think I've been by one once, but like I always thought you had to be an adult to go in there. I mean, I mean I'm an adult now, so you know I always could, but I just I mean, did. I mean you can you can you can go into Damon Buster's if you're a kid. You just have to be accompanied by your parents. So, what even is that? I'm not gonna lie, I've never even heard of that place before. David Buster's? It's, it's like Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Never heard of it. Not, Beer, not, games, sports. It's, it's not even really comparable. It's, I mean, it kind of is in terms of that, but it's, it's like, it's like an arcade slash like pool hall for adults. So. Yeah, the nearest one for me is literally 20. It's in Philly. Yeah, that's why I've never been to it. Well, you, well, yeah, you're kind of out in the sticks there. So. No, you're not out in the sticks. You're in like a fucking like ritzy I'm ass. In a suburb. No, I'm in a suburb. Yeah, you get like three hundred thousand dollar plus house. Like, oh you know. wait, wait, that's 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 a gay liberal Jeff who is out in the sticks that I'm thinking of, mm -hmm. or at least he was. So yeah, you know, uh, you know, the Chuck E. Cheese's ultimate downfall was when Jerry Sandusky was put into prison. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the biggest customer just went just went, went, went away. to prison, and it went all to hell. To be honest, you might not even be half wrong. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah. See, no, I, I heard. I heard before he went to jail, he he uh, he tried opening a department store. What was it yeah. called? No, he, he, it, no, it was called Jerry's. But the but the thing was they had a, they had a sale like right before he got arrested. The boy's underwear was half off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, you know, what do you think about it? Isn't Chuck E. Cheese basically like just a fucking casino for kids? It is. <laughs> yeah. Is okay? you know? there was a, yeah. There was a headline that said like beloved childhood rats like ch beloved 
rat themed childhood casino shuts down. Like, yep, that's accurate. <laughs> that's 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 when you know (laughs) that's when that's when you know the the onion is no longer satire so Uh, cheese like a lot of arcades are pretty much just like kid casinos but it's cool though i I love arcades me too i miss them i mean and i've actually never been to a to an actual casino so i've been walked through one and i was like i didn't like it (laughs) There was like a hacking conference at one. I went there once, and like, it, it was cool. But like, I I kept playing the lottery, the slot machine. I kept losing, and I got pissed off, and I left. <laughs> Rage quit. Well, I'm gonna shut the stream down because it's getting late. But we can keep shooting the show off the off stream if you guys want. We'll see you guys later yeah. for another real news anarchy. Or yeah, this is anarchy. This is fucking anarchy. Are we still anarchy? Did they ever shut that down? Boy, at the beginning of the episode, I said, "Oh yeah, you weren't here." I think. The Proud Boys threatened to show up, and so Antifa literally fucking left. They booked it, but there's still some. They're holding down a small part of it. Um, and I think the mayor then. Oh yeah, that was the other thing too. Is then the mayor finally said like, "We gotta shut this shit down." After Proud Boys said they might come, and now they're holding off like just right where the police station is. I think. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm burping now, but. Yeah, that's what basically happened. But we'll see you guys later. Please like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all the social yeah, media. And, and also, thanks for tuning in to the Whitfield Report tonight, folks. Uh, we've had a great show tonight, and thanks to the Verse Media guys for uh, joining me for the crossover as well. Um, yeah. And, of course, subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Twitter. And on Instagram at somebody.brown.dc, parlor uh, at Sam Whitfield and Gab as well. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield report, the Sam Whitfield.com and all of that. Doing my links at the end here. But, you know, that's the way we do things. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in and uh, God bless everyone. And I'll see you on the next uh, program. Sweet. God bless. Later, Gators. Take it easy. Wash your hands.